Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 183 four, four i believe four we three? fucked it no. up the whole last, last week. week was 182 right was it we thought it was 181 but it was 182 so this is 183 is it okay well that makes sense I think maybe could be might, uh, might be. <laughs> anyway i'm charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier to his left is bobby timmons Everybody's heard it before. This is the Black Flag Podcast. No, you don't know that. This could be someone's first time ever listening. It, I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably, but they, it, it might be. Uh, I'm just fair chance, but yeah, it, it is I'm the uh, 183. Whoa, look it at that spider next to your head. Oh, hey, dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got it. Hang on. That is a big bastard. I know Bradley does not like spiders. No. Well, um, For reference, it's about the size of a half dollar leg span. Uh, it was. Now it's balled up to about the size of a raisin, and Charlie has just ate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Charlie did not eat the spider. That was uh, it was the size of a goddamn pterodactyl. Yeah, I, t- I, t- I turned around and the thing almost fucking. Yeah, we almost lost Brad. Yeah, the thing almost landed on my shoulder, and uh, I I was actually a little bit more worried that uh, I, I was gonna unplug the whole system. I know Brad's not a there. big spider guy. No, absolutely uh, hate him. I actually just killed one that was equally as big behind as I was plugging everything else in. But uh, that one I was gonna be unable to get unless I used my did, actual laptop to fucking kill it. Did Woody's modified tail section just turn into an arachnid home? <laughs> I th- I th- <laughs> I think so. It might have, yeah. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, a lot of shit happened, right? Yeah. It, so it's been a busy week. So we got to we got to preface this with um, we, we very, well, we actually almost never take shows off. Um, and so this week we planned on actually uh, trying to take a, a week off. And uh, we recorded an interview with our good buddy, Sam Lincoln. Uh, we, we know him as Blaze. Um, you'll, you'll find out who exactly he is uh, a little bit later on, but we planned on recording with him, having just a quick little show after this weekend. And then, um, I consumed more racing yesterday alone than I have in one single day, probably in my entire life. (laughs) Big day for internet racing. Um, yeah. I mean like I, so, so this weekend, um, uh, yeah, allegedly a big weekend for, uh, for local stock car racing. So I mean, you can almost go back to last Wednesday, starting with the Wilkesboro race, uh, the late models at Wilkesboro. I think everybody in the world probably watched that. Yeah. Some, yeah. That was some guy named Dale Earnhardt Jr. Was racing. Never yeah. heard of her. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. I, feel I know like I watched. You might've mispronounced it, but that it was someone, someone along those lines. And, uh, I think it's Aaron Hay, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Aaron Hay. That's Aaron Hart Day. You that's also a good one. That would yeah. really piss off a lot of fucking. It's Dale and Herte. <laughs> <laughs> June Zwa. <laughs> Same guy, same guy. Oh, fuck, yeah. I, um, I actually completely forgot about that. It's really hard to keep up with shit that happens on Tuesday and Wednesday when it's almost too much to keep up with shit that happens Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No, 100%. Uh, I don't know about you boys, but I know I watched it. Could really... I didn't watch much of the Wilkesboro, the whole deal. You know, saw some highlights and stuff, but um, my sister was nice enough to buy it uh, on Racing America and then not watch it, so I got to watch it. And uh, Tanner Bear... T- no, not Tanner Berry. Why did I think Tanner Berry? That's not even close to anyone's name involved. Travis Quapple's <laughs> son, Carson Quapple, won driving the eight car that Josh Berry was crew chiefing for Dale Jr. Motorsports. Um, some guy finished second. I don't know who. Bummer for that guy because uh, he got sandwiched between uh, Junior Motorsports cars, and everybody forgot about him. That'll happen. Yeah. That also makes a lot it of sense. It was Mason Diaz. Yeah, it was Mason Diaz. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, <laughs> who was it? It was the 24 fucking deal. And then, um, uh, Dale Jr. finished third, came charging through the field at the end, had the fastest car, just didn't quite have enough to get there at the end. I don't know. But my favorite thing I saw all week about that was that that meme of the guy that like finishes third and he's like spraying champagne all over himself <laughs> and like, <laughs> is pumped and just says Dale Jr. It's <laughs> probably <laughs> it's probably better for the structural integrity of that facility that he didn't win because uh, they, they didn't open turns one and two's grandstands because it wasn't safe to do so uh at the 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 first little deal that they did there and And so then uh, they saw how much money they left on the table when the late model race sold out almost instantly yeah so and all like if you look at the pictures too especially like the cars tour um like management team that they did from like the press box and shit like the ceiling is like falling out of it so like that makes that makes sense the place is a (laughs) shithole yeah but not for long, apparently. They're, they're, that was the last race on pavement. They're going to rip it all up and fucking turn it to dirt for a second and race some dirt races and then completely revitalize the whole place and, I guess, bring NASCAR back. So that's kind of kind of cool deal. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Marcus Smith or whatever say that he wasn't sure that they were ever going to have a cup race there ever again, but something like Trucks or Xfinity, even that's pretty cool. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be a lot cooler if what they would do is if they can't race a cup race there, just do like a truck race, but then also have like a big super late model or late model deal. to Modifieds. Just, yeah, modified. So just something like that to, uh, to go along with it, kind of connect back to the grassroots, back to where, uh, you know, I guess this all... Part of one of the one of the facilities where this all started seemed to be a real racy joint, as Sean Foster would say. Hard on tires, um, especially with the modifieds. It was the most prototypical ride around five seconds off the pace modified race you've ever seen. They're going back a few weeks ago, but yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, Rusty would excel. <laughs> I, uh, I did have boat. the only thing that I did have for my notes from uh, Wilkesboro was a shout out to Dylan Crouch. He uh, Matt Gain went down there to help him out and had a he had BFP stickers on each side of that that machine and uh, also there was a sweet picture of him wearing a, a fuck yeah street stocks t shirt uh, in the Wilkesboro uh, area there. So we need I think we need to up production on the fuck yeah street stock t shirts because I don't know about you guys but I had three different people reach out from quite s- popular from places that are not near where we are currently located which would be Scarborough Maine that want like um, like Michigan. Big yeah. big pop in Michigan with the fuck yeah streets doctor. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably like, ought to pump those numbers up. It was it was wild, <laughs> like numbers, seeing all the the <laughs> orders that came in though, because I think I might have said on the last week's show or a couple weeks ago, whatever. Uh, there was just orders everywhere: Wisconsin, Michigan, you know, Tennessee, like Kentucky, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. I'm like, holy shit. Um, so I, I'm assuming that. You know, someone someone's gonna wear it to a racetrack somewhere, and then someone's gonna see it and be like, ah, I fucking love that shirt. And <clears> that's the downfall to to t-shirt sales, which I'm learning. I guess not a downfall, but a 
you got to suck it up and spend the money up front. You know, you do a pre-order on shirts, and but, but once they get out there, people see them and they want them. But then if you don't have them, you're losing a sale. So yeah, it does suck to have to spend the capital up front. And but it, I think we should with the fuck ass street stock shirts. Yeah, we should probably uh, do another run of those. It's tough though because like you never know what's gonna hit and what's not. Like the Bud logo shirts, I thought would be like a real big player. Those didn't even fucking come close to the fuck ass street stocks. Wah. Um, people keep asking for them, but like just the pre-orders alone, I thought the pre-orders would uh, would carry it quite a bit, and we'd have a ton of extras, but. No, the fuck yeah, Street Sox ones for sure were the hot seller. Um, clear with contact, by far the third place one. Um, and uh, it goes back to like the right, like this one. Like thought I that, thought that I that, thought was, that was going to be a big one. I thought that was going to be a big play. Like to the f- to the point where like we were already talking about like getting like stickers made up and like trying to figure out other things to do with it. Like before we even like put them out in production, and those were b- a bigger flop than the other two that we just previously <laughs> mentioned. So um, you know, you never just know what like we're still learning this merch game. Yeah, and uh, it does cost a fuck ton of money up front, and uh, that's especially tough when we're coming into uh, us spending big buck season. Um, you know, typically Florida. we just we just roll all of our profits into merchandise, but. Uh, you know, like four hundred dollars only goes so far. Um, so, like that gets you like fucking you know, twenty t-shirts, a, hand, a handful of hats, and like a, a handful of t-shirts. So then you try to pump those out, and then you know you just roll that into more merch, and then you get to like, oh, here comes a. Uh, you know, here comes the snowball derby where tickets alone are three hundred dollars, and then you got to look for an Airbnb, and that's going to be five, six hundred dollars. Then you got to look at flights, which are three, four hundred dollars a piece, and then not only that, but uh, you know, the big, the big uh, monster in the shadows there is Speed Weeks, which is going to cost you know four grand a piece. So uh, it's like, yeah, <laughs> Every you know, time. <laughs> it's it's like it's with. It, we're getting into big buck spending season, so uh, it's a lot of pre-order stuff that we're doing. Like uh, we we did just launch pre-orders on the website for uh, for hoodies. I said that was going to go until Tuesday. Uh, I remember that this show comes out on Tuesday, so that will go until uh, the end of the day tomorrow, I guess. So if you do want a hoodie, uh, you want to secure it. A lot of people come up to us at Racetrack. <coughs> if you're listening hoodies. to this uh, on tuesday <laughs> september 6th it's to the end of the day today yes yeah so if you're listening to this on Very wednesday <laughs> you're probably too late um i would i will say that, that i mean the it, pre-order has been up for like a little over a week but also uh the majority of our listens come the next day after yeah. we put a show out so um i feel like that's, well, you never that's know. reasonable and we gotta we gotta try to get them in as soon as possible obviously we're coming towards big event season where you actually need a hoodie uh we're also going to be doing beanies um so those uh, those two deals there we're going to end up trying to uh we're doing the pre-orders now so if you want to secure your merch be sure to do the pre-order uh you can use promo code pick up and pick up at uh i don't know what events we're going to have them in for i know by Oktoberfest, i guess um at lee which will be the first uh, first weekend of october september 30th uh the october 1st and 2nd i believe is that weekend so um and, and they, big big shout out to the graphics group too for always putting up with our obnoxious last minute fucking yeah, yeah. we oh yeah, there's always another disorganization well, every time though they have like a couple months in advance to say hey we're gonna need this but then never fails last minute we always need like two of this one of that three of this and they always come through every time so steve and jess do a phenomenal job at the graphics coop hooking us up every time absolutely and uh so that's that's why we're trying to give them a little bit of a heads up on uh, on this usually uh we don't have a big enough order to actually place the order that day so i'm trying to get a big order together and uh, everyone that pre-orders helps that out and uh, a lot of people have been asking for hoodies so if you want a hoodie i would suggest pre-ordering it because we're probably not going to order many extras um and a lot of people catch us at the racetrack at these big events at the end of the year, and uh, they're cold. So um, no better way to warm up than a BFP hoodie and uh, or a beanie, you know. Or we'll, both. We'll probably have, yeah, or both. We'll probably have a lot more in-stock beanies than we will uh, will hoodies for uh, 
financial and legal reasons. But um, <laughs> people yeah, don't realize so. the hoodies they they cost us almost just as much as what you pay for. It. Yeah, so we, know, we make very little money. On I them. really appreciate the the fact that we went up two dollars on the website on all all hoodies and no one complained because they we've been for the longest time just not making a even, lot of money, just breaking even on yeah, them. Like, yeah, like like yeah, for the most part. Um, so, you know, and it goes, it goes to the point where it's like, all right, we do a giveaway. Well, we're giving away one hoodie. Well, then you got to sell four of them or whatever to, to try to one. fucking pay yeah. for that one. So it ends up just being a vicious cycle. And uh, so we appreciate anyone that pre-orders. And, uh, yeah. That's enough secure, merchandise minutia. Secure your merch now. Minutia. Yeah. Well, I was going to run it. <laughs> Word of gonna, the day, Bob. <laughs> well done. Uh, I don't know. Bob had one about fucking Woody's tail panel earlier. Oh, the ar- arachnid habitat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking... Bob is... Should, must have taken Joe Rogan's alpha brain or something. He's the official one. word wizard. Yeah. Well, when I had to put out my own fucking press release a week ago... Um, yeah, that was I've a been, lot. I've been quite a wordsmith since then. That was a yeah. lot. That yeah, was that was a lot. lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, Facebook. There's been a lot of a lot. Facebook is something just a, lately. It's just an absolute fucking cesspool. cesspool. Oh, jinx. Coke. Damn it! <laughs> I just <Coke> don't <laughs> like <laughs> like Facebook. I don't know. You got to take like a Facebook's got to take a page out of Twitter's book in the fact Limit that the characters. well that yeah also but also like Twitter you're just posting like an opinion and then you'll have like two people that are like maybe that that'll get upset and respond to you Facebook you'll post like an opinion and then everyone in their left uncle has to show you that they have an all like an alternate opinion of you and this is why you're wrong and then someone bounces off of that and someone bounces off of that and it's yeah, like Twitter's it, like then they make their own posts and then everyone's like what, what are you even referring to and you're like oh this guy's post then they go and look at your post and everyone's Twitter like oh you're like ruining short your... shut the fuck up <laughs> Twitter's <laughs> like you're walking through the airport just talking to yourself yeah. out yeah. loud yeah. and occasionally fair. occasionally somebody might be like oh hey buddy you know I agree or I disagree but Face- Fa- Facebook, Facebook is like it. walking into a classroom already in session people are like what <clears throat> the fuck no you're wrong I've got yeah. an opinion and yeah. just blurting it to people the- who are also just got their like I said pitchforks and fucking <laughs> torches just ready to go Facebook to like exactly what you're saying though Facebook to me if you're putting a post up nine times out of eight nobody cares anyway I promise nobody cares so the fact that you're already putting in an opinion that nobody cares about in rebuttal to an opinion that no one cares about you're the worst kind of per- person I, I said it earlier in one of our group chats it's like when you when you went to high school there was always that that girl or, or boy in the corner barking and you just left them alone you just knew that, that was fucking that was that was Travis with running a running CH. through the hallway with their head down yeah. the Ruto <laughs> and you just left them the alone. girl with really 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 black eyeliner who's hissing at people right yeah. and then eventually but, yeah, but we were the problem eventually <laughs> they they would just stop and like one day you'd be like oh she hasn't fucking hissed in a while <laughs> go, go poke <laughs> it with like, a stick yeah, is, she, like, is she wearing jeans good for her it's like oh yeah. like there's everyone goes on facebook now or that's what i'm trying to refer to is like if you just leave them alone they're, they're eventually they're not going to be posting so many fucking irrational opinions to try to get a stir because nine times out of ten people are doing it and they know they're going to get a non- negative reaction but then your negative reaction to their negative reaction just keeps negative that's negative, why negative, the showstopper keeps like, going oh, with his fuck. all capital letter posts oh, i love his posts those people, are funny as hell. people get so <laughs> fired up and i'm like just roll with it people yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it costs just as much money to not respond as it does to respond the guy doesn't care <laughs> other than if you get mad and then he thinks it's hysterical and at that point he's won correct <laughs> he won and that's like that's half the like i through like high school and shit would just thrive off like because i never took anything as serious as most people do like there's very few things like there's some things you know everyone has that one thing that that'll get them all riled up but like there's very few things so like if there's something that i feel like shouldn't really bother you at all i will for sure 
be the one that bothers you about it. Like just <laughs> just because like I'm getting you riled up for no fucking reason. Like you're upset about something that like in my mind is not a big deal, but you're making it, it seem like it's fucking World War Eight, and you're like, oh my god, like this is fun. I'm gonna keep poking it with a stick. I'm <laughs> just gonna keep getting it going. Uh, but yeah, just Facebook cesspool nowadays. It, and you know, everyone, even if you post a negative opinion, everyone's like. You know, that's that's what's killing short track racing. It's like no, I I truthfully I think it's probably uh, not the fact only that, that everything one costs opinion, a ton of money. It's probably hurting yeah, short track yeah, racing. Yeah, that that's that's also huge. I'd but start there. I like wouldn't start at Facebook. Someone posting that they don't like a facility or something is not really I, killing short track racing. It's probably the forty eight people that fucking respond and then go and post on their own socials. Oh, this guy is or like this is why this is short track racing's dying. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? And then they go find the page and then everyone has to chime in and then there's a no, hundred people chiming on one thing and it's like, is it part of it? Sure. Is it the sole reason? No. Like Bobby said, shit's expensive. Oh, I won two out of three races, and I might have broke even at best for the whole weekend. Yeah, I'm having a career year. Same thing. Might be doing good to break even at the end of it. Yeah. And to me, that's like a fucking win. Yeah. Because normally you're used to losing yeah. thousands of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah. It's yeah. It's been a lot. Um. Yeah. We. Anyways, uh, enough we, of that, Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, what'd you do this weekend, Brad? I uh, what did I do this weekend? Did a lot, didn't you? Well, actually, yeah. I I'm like a, a very rarely am I home on a weekend, so um, usually I, I have to like recap what the fuck I did. Yeah, I I got out of work, uh, jetted down to uh, Boston, which is a whole bunch of fun, and I uh, went to a Red Sox game. They absolutely fucking mollywop the Texas Rangers, so that was fun. That makes uh, sense. Had a good time. Reagan and I. Reagan was for sure. He was like, "Hey, on your way through New Hampshire, make sure you bet on the the Sox tonight." You know, the, the starting pitcher for the tech the Texas Rangers fucking sucks. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so and I already looked this stuff up. Like I looked up the stats. Like I'm not a degenerate gambler, so I'm gonna fucking bet for sure on the way down. Smart so smart gambler. Made a yeah. Made like a thirty five dollar parlay that paid like a little over a hundred bucks and fucking paid for all the drinks throughout the day uh, with uh, with that one win. So uh, I lost them like 9 or 10 to 1. I don't know. I lost count. I uh, did have money on Rafi Devers to hit a home run. He missed it by like the six inches of home runs, which was like, I don't know, probably like a foot and a half in, in uh, baseball. <clears throat> Back home to run the turns. warning track. Uh, yeah, right off the monster. Was really pissed. But um, yeah, Red Sox game on, uh, on Friday. Went Saturday. Uh, had to help Amanda move into her, her new spot with uh, our PR representative. Um, and... Uh, then just kind of hung out for the rest of the day. Woke up Sunday and uh, went to Hudson, and uh, it was perfect. It was it was a perfect day because, um, well, first off, I, I'm under the impression that Hudson, New Hampshire, or just Hudson Speedway in New Hampshire, is actually the center of the sun. Um, <laughs> My was, goodness, is it always <laughs> fucking hot there? I, I and like there's like. We went there this year in May. It was springtime. Yeah, ninety-one fucking degrees I, outside. I can't. I can't describe to you how quickly. Like, there's I'm nowhere saying, to hide there. I'm saying no, ticket booth, fresh paved pit area. Yeah, ticket booth, hang an immediate left before watching any races, and I'm I'm now late to the races. Right for a frap, right from the ice cream fucking truck. Just uh, needed a little bit of cool to cool down, even though I just got out of the AC. I knew it was going to be hot, um, but just uh, wandered around there, networked a little bit, watched some racing after the Granite State checkered flag. Uh, kind of jetted out of there. Hadn't been home in uh, you know 48 plus hours, so I was like, ah, I'm gonna go head home and uh, I'm gonna go watch the uh, the fucking Darlington Cup race or whatever. And uh, I didn't realize that the Boss Hog had been delayed a little bit, so I literally sat down on the couch. Uh, in fact, I stopped at uh, Walmart, bought a uh, a new a blanket because I knew that I was just going to take a nice little second stage nap, as you do. Um, got a pint of ice cream, 
sat down on the couch, fired up Racing America, fired up the other TV with YouTube TV, and couldn't have sat down more immediately right before either the Southern 500 started or the Boss Hog 150. So um, ended up watching both of those. And uh, even on my drive home down uh, I-95, after I uh, knew where the fuck I was going, I threw on um, Flow Racing and watched a little bit of the uh, Labor Day Classic over at uh, at Thunder Road. So um, just consumed so much race cars yesterday. Fuck yeah, uh, race and, cars. And even had like a nice 20-minute like second stage nap before things started to get super interesting and everyone started blowing up but uh, all in all great weekend huh? Th- thunder road confuses me when they do the, the oh yeah we had a record breaking street stock count like, oh fuck that's sick and i forgot that oh, their yeah. street stocks are bang bangers yeah and their their street their the street, street stocks, stocks are, like are flying true tigers or to shit. the definition street stock to to, to a 2022 a, a model sh- a yes. stock street car yes, yes. <laughs> but not a street stock in the terms of you know like a late model is not a late model in terms of what it actually uh, means. Yeah. Well, the, the words are obvious. Or, they have they're, no meaning They're anymore. outdated, yes, obviously. Correct. So like a street stock, when it came out in the 80s, was a 1985 Chevy Monte Carlo. Yeah. Well, it is now 2022, and we're still calling street so stocks. So they use 1995 Chevy Cavaliers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that makes sense in regard to that. But I, I, I was like, oh, it's sick. Like, that's that's so cool. And I saw the picture. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, they yeah. Uh, they do love that over in those neck of the woods. Yeah, that's a white mountain. We thing shouldn't as well. question what Thunder Road does because no. uh, they do all of it right. Apparently, they have they all of the car counts, even on a school night. A bad night for the late models is like twenty-two. Yeah, and they yeah. race during the week. They don't even race during the weekends except for big events. Yeah, yeah. it's a Thursday night. Everyone has school or work. Well, actually, not school. I guess because they do it over the summer. But uh, they have work the next morning, and everyone is just drunk on Bud Hill every time. Thursday night. Yeah, Love their it. Thursday thunder is a lot. <laughs> it's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, phenomenal facility. Uh, Bum that I won't be back there for the rest of the year, but um, that's yeah. Just it was, the way she goes. I had said on the last show that we were thinking about running the um, uh, New England Super Modified Series race there. Well, my brain did a dumb. Uh, hey, and just because races on my schedule are in different months, I kind of forgot that that doesn't mean that they're not back to back days uh, and oof. it's gonna be really 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 tough for me to drive three and a half four hours to thunder road on a friday with one race car turn around and drive all the way home go get the other one and turn around and drive three quarters of the way back to where i just was but go to groveton instead oof probably that's not, a lot yeah probably not gonna happen that's yeah, so gonna be tough. probably just gonna stick to go to groveton that weekend <laughs> yeah yeah, that uh, that definitely makes sense. Not yeah. until I get a tractor trailer truck uh, with a toter, uh, probably won't be able to do any trips like that. Yeah, that yeah. I uh, I had all intents and purposes and plans and everything to go to Thunder Road on Sunday. Uh, they had some family. Yeah, ish went. Jeff and Julie went up there. We were planning on making a family trip out of it. Well, um, Thursday I had come home from the uh, the managers conference and uh, there was some stuff going on at home that um, kind of changed the weekend a bit so friday we spent some time going through the house and um just kind of relaxing and then uh saturday i woke up to again just go through the house with all intents and purposes to go to thunder road on sunday and um when you carry the title manager when the only person you have working your store does a no call no show and nobody's there to open the facility and run it um you have to uh that's, go, a, that's a wicked you problem. Go, that's a that's an entirely me problem. So I had to jump out of bed and get over there and uh, deal with some other stuff, and then that kind of fucked the whole weekend up. And 
Sunday turned into um, me cursing at an Amazon box all day, putting a bed together that I was planning on doing the day before. Uh, ran down. You ever done a mattress firm? You ever mattress firm? No, but I was life? pretty convinced that they were uh, like a money laundering. I would have been. They all are because there's too many mattress stores for the amount of ma- the well, amount of see, mattresses that people buy. See, I brought this to the guy's attention, right? What, so you, I, yeah, told him, <laughs> you told him the conspiracy theory. Thousand <laughs> percent. I'm sure he's never heard it before. Because <laughs> I, I walk in there with Lindsay, and we, we the 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 plan was we, so we have a dog and three cats and a Bradley that live in this house with us. Not Bradley in the doesn't. Same bed. Bradley doesn't sleep in the same bed as us, but all the the cats and the fucking dog do. So a full size mattress on the floor just wasn't cutting it anymore. So she had gone out of her way. She got this bed frame. It's beautiful. That the room looks f- fantastic. Well, they, we had no mattress to go with it and that i i assume this was going to be an all-day fucking project laying on it no i don't like this one uh, maybe this one blah blah, blah. i didn't fucking care so yeah. i was like let's just mattress firm let's go let's do the mattress firm thing guy jumps right to the door sees me takes care of us his name was colin did a phenomenal job we're talking about the one right in the walmart parking lot yeah, down the street yeah. there and uh within moments we had uh, had our assessment of our backs and our necks and such and we picked out a bed awesome well he was like well i don't actually have it here i was like well that makes sense this isn't a very big place so um i brought to his attention i was like so what what's the deal with this like on average i can't imagine people are thinking about buying a bed every single day right that that just doesn't seem like a daily purchase for most people they well, keep buying them apparently the stat making building them sorry they're what, like a dollar gen dollar whether general. he pulled this out of his ass or not he said that on average a third of the country at any given time is looking to buy a mattress whether that's for your own room, a spare room, a kid's bed, whatever it may be. Cap. And I was like, I don't believe that. But another question. Uh, you have three stores within a mile of each other. They got the one we're talking about in the Walmart parking lot, the other one by the mall, and then the other one in the Target parking lot. Yeah, and you don't take returned video games. So what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I, I didn't understand it. And uh, anyway, so we bought the bed, and he's like, you got to go to this address to go pick it up if you want it today. I'm like, that seems weird, but all right. Some dudes. It house. was only five minutes down the road, and this is where it started to make more sense, my theory, because I, I was convinced this was a drug front. Well, the store looked amazing, but where you pick the mattress up very much does not look amazing. You, a little you, sketch. You pick it up in Lewis. You get an address down. No, it's right by the uh, the Jiffy Lube there, or the Dairy Queen. Oh, even better. Uh, cr- c- crash Corner. Yep. And uh, he gave gives me this address. It would blow right by it, because you would never, <laughs> never notice it. And then you go down back. And then you go down back again behind this building and it's jump the train tracks. You have to go up a set of stairs behind a warehouse. You go up all the the stairs. You go into a a door, which you go then go back downstairs. And then you take a right to go upstairs into a room where you have to ring a doorbell that looks a lot like a casting couch area. (laughs) And a a guy that looks like he might watch the casting couch comes out and says, how may I help you? What does that guy look like? Like a black Greasy. white beater and like a cigarette that's lit indoors. <laughs> Greasy. Heavy set fella. Gre- yeah. <laughs> nah, he was actually skinny. Uh, I assume likes a drug from time to time. Mm. Yeah. Um, nice and greasy. Uh, like works, Jacob and Works Park at the Boys. Mattress Firm Distribution Center. I was like, yeah. well, this makes sense. Um, so he, he uh, wheels the mattress out. And I didn't even think to bring the truck. Got a king-size mattress. Oh, yeah. Brought the Tahoe. I was like, well, <laughs> that ain't going to work. Brought the Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking twines it up. And this motherfucker it, we literally tacoed in the back of the, the Tahoe. Taco. Oh, taco. Taco. <laughs> and uh, we wheel it back where I then realized that I am 5'8". Lindsay is 5'2 with a tailwind. 
on a good day. And we have to now get this giant-ass king-size mattress, not only out of the Tahoe, but upstairs in between uh, uh, the, the chair lift deal there from my mother and then take a hard corner into the room. So I... I wanted to throw things uh, throughout the rest of the evening. Mm, you kidding? And uh, got that taken care of, and slept on a king size bed uh, for the first time, not in a hotel last night. And it was it was phenomenal. Uh, her and I were on our own zip codes. It was it was great. I could I could starfish. We weren't touching. Uh, that's gonna be a me problem with the post office. Got to fucking change the mailing address. And then uh, yeah, uh, today uh, just uh, did did more stuff that again did not involve race cars, which again. Friday, Saturday kind of fucked my whole plans. You up. definitely lucked out today because if there was race cars, race car yeah. today, they were uh, boats. So well, they were I was least. gonna say we, you had the, the the double duty TVs going on, and I was trying to do a thousand things at once yesterday, and it got to the point in that cup race where I, I walked right back down here. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on with this? Because that had to have been the most drama filled NASCAR race in quite oh, some time. Oh my god, easily. Bob, Bob, what'd you do this weekend yeah. before we get into? those happenings worked a lot of hours in the race shop on my new car Uh, the big one yeah took friday off from work built parts for that all day friday worked on it friday night uh saturday did the same thing um had a dumb did a little bit of a dumb miscommunication between dad and i he uh that thought that the plan for the whole weekend was to work on race cars all weekend and and you know we're cutting it right down to the 11th hour you know still got a fair amount of work to do only got a week to really do all this on top of trying to race my other car at waterford so saturday night um, a lady friend and a couple of her pals went to see luke combs and bangor turns out that was for free um well i i politely passed because i worked on race cars till almost nine o'clock saturday night got up sunday morning bright-eyed and bushy-tailed ready to do it all again about 11 o'clock started to figure why why is dad not here very um, unlike him to not be on time. Nope, he went and played poker. So I quickly was like, well, fuck. And I ran out of things to do, which is probably why he went and played poker, because we were waiting on parts. Um, grinds my gears for the week. <laughs> I ordered a shit ton of parts from Speedway Motors, you know, brake line kits, bunch of shit I needed to finish this car up. You know, I had a, you know, an order of the way we wanted to do things. And, you know, it's very helpful to get the brake lines run and put on the car before you bolt the body panels and shit on. Ordered all kinds of shit. One of the things uh, you obviously need to have on your race car is a fire bottle, a fire suppression system. Well, apparently you can't ship those via sky. They have to be all sh- all ground. Oh, yeah. Which meant they put my entire order together and shipped it all ground, and <laughs> instead of being here on Friday like it originally said, it apparently got hung up in transit somewhere and won't be here till tomorrow, so... Uh, we kind of ran out of parts, ran out of shit. So I was, I've been pretty frustrated with the whole process for the last like week or so. Racing in general, life in general, is really kicking me in the dick <laughs> lately. Um, so not quite where we thought I or where I thought we would be with the progress of the car. But either way, I think we're still in decent shape. It's going to be a few late nights this week, and like I said, still trying to run. It's it's impossible to have basically two, sometimes three guys when Malcolm helps us race one car and try to build another in the thick of race season it's it's not fun it it really is is getting tough um hopefully it's all worth it that's what snow is for bob yeah yeah so um so i didn't really have the most fun weekend i've been i've been kind of moody for the last like four days but with that being said got to watch a lot of racing on the the television um saturday night the nascar wheel and modified tour was at the oswego speedway 
Uh, classic weekend at Oswego is typically something we always go run, and uh, I didn't go run it this year mainly because I've sucked every time I do go there and didn't really feel like spending the gas money or travel and all that expenses. Um, so we opted out of that. I watched the, the tour race on Saturday night. Um, how did I already forget who won? Justin Bonsignor won that um, over Chuck Hosfeld and Craig Lutz. Very interesting call by Doug Kobe and Tommy Baldwin. They had the lead with 25 to go. Oswego's a track where it's real tough to pass. Tires don't really seem... The tire games don't quite need to be played so badly there, and uh, they just pitted out of the lead with 25 to go. Um, Tommy Baldwin was the crew chief. He's also the car owner. He was pretty uh, pretty comical on Facebook about it on Sunday. He said that him and the that, uh, car owner and the crew chief have been disagreeing all night over the call, and <laughs> and uh, can't seem to get on the same page there. kind of sounds like he fucked Doug out of a win, but Doug kind of fucked him out of a race car two weeks ago, so maybe he did it on purpose. Conspiracy theory for you all at home. Um <laughs> A decent little race. Um, so then Sunday, Sunday, what did I do? We had uh, Oswego Classic Sunday, 350 Supers, uh, their version of SPS Supers, small block Supers, and then big block Supers. Uh, all three races were pretty entertaining. Jeffrey Battle, the kid that uh, beat my ass every week all year, went out there and beat all their asses. He started 11th after blowing a motor on Friday, um, having to swap engines on Saturday. Started 11th in the field, drove by everybody, won the race over – I don't even remember who could have been that important. The SBS race. Now they, they, before the, the, the 350 supers, like we run made their way out to Oswego. They called, you know, they had their own feeder division of small block supers and they're basically pass mods without a roof. And they had a decent little field of those. This guy named Mike bond had the field absolutely covered till he smashed into a lap car and drove himself in the fence. And then he didn't have him covered anymore. Cause his race car was destroyed. Oof. Um, big oof. And then the big block supers, uh, 200 laps, they do count cautions, but 200 laps, so they got to get uh, real tricky and technical with trying to cram 45 gallons of fuel on board those things, and you're always stretching it close. Um, there was four cars that were definitely dominant over the rest of the field, Otto Sitterly, Tyler Thompson, uh, Michael Barnes, and DJ Schulich. Tyler Thompson broke, Otto Sitterly broke and crashed, Michael Barnes led most of it at the end, ran out of fuel in the last lap, and DJ Schulich won. So um, sometimes being the fourth best car pays off when you have enough fuel in the tank. Uh, to me, that race is one of the best races of the year. It's not really a good race as far as like side by side racing and shit like that, but just the fact of like they normally run 50, 75 laps at the most, you know, and then they got to basically revamp the cars to go 200 laps is always a spectacle. And the attrition, very big attrition. They weren't 14 laps into it, and one dude went almost over the wall on the back stretch upside down, it looked like a plane crash. Oof. Uh, guy was okay, Lou LeVay Jr., but it was a wicked wreck. Yeah, I think they started with 27 cars and ended with seven or eight. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. Pretty, pretty <laughs> tough. I mean, it's you're asking a lot. Big block super modifieds, nothing makes sense about them. You're like, when you design something, you're like, oh, that really needs a half-inch bolt there. Let's put a three-eighths bolt. And uh, they, they, they all break. They all fall apart. I mean, you guys breaking torque arms and breaking drive shafts and shocks and just shit that doesn't seem to happen in most forms of racing happen in super modified racing, which is why people bitch and say they suck. But I, I feel like when it comes to the, the super, the flappy bird deal, if you will, as much as you want to for maybe a couple of them, but not one is really the same as another one. No, correct? at Oswego they're, they're getting close. Cause you got a, you got one guy, Joe Hawksby that builds most of the cars and builds a lot of the bolt on parts. You know, the Muldoons build their own cars, but they use Hawksby bolt on parts. So it's, it is getting, 
kind of like every other form of racing, but for the most part, like my, my new big block car, it's the only one of its kind. Yeah. There's not anything, even my own small block car is not really close to the same. Which that that's one thing that I've always noticed with, with you especially, or I've even talked to a, like Ordway about it a little bit. It's like short of, because there, we've had this conversation. There is no Flappy Bird store. Nope, you know, right. you, don't, you don't call up the super modified store. No. So parts. short of having a, a machine shop where, you know, you are an employee of Timmins Machine, your name is on the building, and Ordway does machine things as well too. I don't know how you could possibly do that form yeah, like, of So like with racing. Ordway, Ordway's car owner, Mike uh, Clyde Booth, <laughs> um, very successful crew chief. He crew chief for Daryl Waltrip for when, uh, I think it was when Daryl was with Die Guard. Very smart dude. He uh, owns a lot of property, has a lot of rental deals. His full-time job is building that race car, building that super modified. He has a full-fledged machine and fab shop in North Carolina, in Mooresville. And that's the case for most guys. Um, you either have to have all that or you have to have a lot of money. Or uh, both. Yeah, and sometimes both. So it's probably why super modified racing is dying. Um, there's uh, not many guys with full-fledged machine shops um, still racing cars around here, but uh, at least the 350 super deal seems to be thriving better than the big block deal but we uh we did kind of we sunday was obviously filled with racing which uh we've touched on a little bit now but uh did just breeze over the fact that uh the xfinity race on saturday was oh, yeah. the most phenomenal oh God, fucking yeah. finish i've seen yeah in, that's where my weapon like of the week came from really the, yeah mine too actually <laughs> we might the have same the guy. same one was it, does he named after a pasta sauce yes he is okay, <laughs> very <you're> much <laughs> what a fucking idiot <laughs> yeah I mean, what? So, the, but my favorite part. So we're talking about Tony Linguini here and Anthony, uh, Anthony Alfredo. So where, uh, <laughs> where, the, where he became? So he 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 comes off of turn two. They're going down the backstretch, and you see it at the every race. The caution is out. The caution is out, right? And they're they're lining back up, but everyone usually checks up with it. And if you've been to a NASCAR race, you see this. They always everyone's just bunched up, and you know the spotter tells you you know check up, you know whatever. Um, Anyone that's played iRacing knows this because it happens in every iRacing lobby. <laughs> but Anthony Alfredo just comes off a of two, just full fucking speed, and just piles right into the back of John Hernemacek. And that alone is terrible. It's like just such bad optics. Like, looks awful. And then this fucking clown gets out and they're interviewing him. And he goes, Yeah, uh, you know, when that was happening, I was throwing up. And then they like keep asking him questions. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I like looked down for a second, and I looked back up. There was nothing I could do, you know. I, I just ran into the back of him, and you know, I, I hate it. it. Looks bad. And then they keep asking him questions, and he goes, yeah, you know what I said? You know, I just came off turn two, and I just felt like I felt like uh, pretty sick. And it's like, wait, so did you throw up, or did you just feel sick? Because I didn't didn't see any puke on his. Yeah, fire there suit. wasn't any puke on his fire suit. <laughs> which which if you threw up, it would hit the front of your helmet and then dribble down the front of your fire suit. Exactly. <laughs> which I have seen before. I've never done myself. I mean, I've raced. Not race, but hot lapped cars. Pretty sure I was still drunk from the night before. Never once did I was like, oh, let me just puke real quick and crash. Well, like it, it just it, the optics are so bad, and just the fact that he made that excuse that he was puking, and then the, he just comes out with a completely clean fire now, suit, and re then backtracks. Refresh my memory. Just, he was the one who cleaned out Derek at Martinsville. At, okay, Martinsville. So uh, uh, Sam Hunt Racing. We need to uh, just eliminate Tony Linguini. Yeah. We can't have get this. Him, get him out of here. I mean, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna eliminate himself at the end of the year, anyways. Yeah. But kid kind of uh, stinks at driving yeah. race cars. Yeah, is he a New England guy? 
I think so. Yeah. In Connecticut. Connecticut. We're, not, we're not claiming him. One of those no. Connecticut folk. Yeah. Uh, Nothing yeah, against the Connecticut folk. We no. love the Connecticut folk, just no. not that one. We just yeah. have to filter through them sometimes. Yeah. Just not, yeah, like, just not we that We don't one. really like Joey Logano either, but that's, well, that's beside the point. It's that's a, a you thing. That's uh, a whole different thing. I'll claim um, So I think he's kind of a cunt. So, uh, <laughs> Say that to his face. Something about his Adam's Adam. Where is he? I will. I will. Mention short track racing. Yeah. Oh, the finish. Yeah, the so finish. The, the finish of the race was... Um, what the fuck was Kyle? Has you <laughs> so, I don't... It was essentially that. But also, <laughs> what the fuck was Kyle? I was watching this laying on the couch at uh, at Amanda's new crib, and I was just... So, at the time, I think I like got up to like, go get a high noon, came back or whatever. It looked like Noah was just going to track down Sheldon Creed on his own. And uh, he had the faster car, but Sheldon's obviously really good at Darlington, as he showed this past weekend. And then Kyle Larson's just digging, digging, catches him. Um, I think Noah went for the pass on Sheldon, fucked up, allowed Kyle to get back. And then Kyle just bonsai's it down into turn one. And just never gets, really tried. Gets it loose like. and just backs Sheldon right into the fence. And so I'm, hey, eight wheels turn better than four. And I'm and I'm laying there and Amanda's right next to me and I'm like, if I'm Sheldon Creed, I'm getting out and punching that motherfucker right in the face. Like what? You, he's racing. He has one shot to make it into the playoffs. Actually, I think that for some reason the Xfinity playoffs start in like two yeah, weeks or one, whatever. They have one less round, so they have two more races. After oh, okay. This. Well, so still, he, but he is not. I, I don't think he's currently in. I don't think he's started. Truck started two races ago. So this would have locked him confusing. into the playoffs. And yeah, he is, needed to win that race. Yeah, and and he, he hasn't been good all year. This is just no. the one blimp that he's you know obviously good. And then Kyle Larson just goes in there. cup guy who you know. Say what you want about Cup guys racing the lower series. If that was Kyle Busch that did it, everyone in their left uncle would have been fucking right pissed. Up and yeah. and I and I understand down why. in the lower like, series picking on him. You, Kyle Larson's ran a bunch of Xfinity races lately, and you don't hear. He's also no. a NASCAR Cup Series. Champion. He usually you doesn't don't hear any of the same shit that people gave Kyle Busch for running Xfinity Series races. And I get that because Kyle Busch did it like every single fucking week, and Kyle Larson just kind of showed back up. But Kyle Larson deserves a ton of hate for what fucking what he did there. He it's just a very went, egregious move. Went in an ultimate like ultimate wean step and just fucking backs them both on the fence cuts down both their tires fucking here comes noah worked out great for him <laughs> noah comes Still in. not sure how he piled it the fence but <laughs> noah comes in <laughs> i don't here, think he lifted drives it. <laughs> it in until he sees moses and then waits for fucking jesus to come back and still smacks the fucking yeah, fence bounces the thing off the fence still beats creed because creed just committed to like nascar thunder style just wide open by yeah. the fence like and he, the only way we're gonna finish he probably just had so much fun he probably thought he was gonna win that's why he came out he had the biggest fucking smile on his face just having the most fun of his life. I mean, Kyle Larson tried the same thing last time or last year, I think, in the Cup Series when uh, it was him and Denny. But they were uh, Carl Edwards did that. Was it yeah. like at Kansas yeah, or something? Michigan like that? or something. <laughs> just fucking worked, never left. That worked yeah. on NASCAR Thunder or whatever. He said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it works in video games. Uh, the I mental like wherewithal of Noah to like this all goes on. Crash, sparks, smoke, wins the race, still goes down into one wide open after the race and decides now's a good time to break out into an Alan Jackson tune over the radio. Did you <laughs> did he that? really? No, I did not. It's like, G with an O, O with a D, that's what they spells good time or whatever, however the song goes, I forget. And you could tell he was like, could barely get it out, was out of breath and let's Good time to it's very I, Noah. Sing some Alan Jackson. Speaking, speaking of that, so this motherfucker, the only time I heard him renditioning that was he went into uh, Waffle House after the race and uh, oh, yeah. just invite literally on his Instagram or sna- it might have been his Snapchat. Just invites everyone and their uncle, whoever wants to come, to Waffle House. Says mm-hmm. the one there's one in Darlington, so I assume it's probably fucking that one. Holler pulls in. They got fans and everything behind. He's like recording the Waffle House like waitresses with the trophy. He's like, yeah, buddy, and then he's like <laughs> singing Alan Jackson. 
<laughs> and this motherfucker told us that he hated Waffle House last time we went to the <laughs> Snowball Derby. <laughs> we so we were left. We were his chaperones, I guess, which <laughs> it literally was what it was. But we definitely should not have been. We were also and, uh, Uber at one point. Too. We, yeah, the, not, it was the same exact moment because his whole crew left, and they were like, "Hey, do you got him?" And we're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, dude, we're gonna head out. Like, he doesn't want. He like wants to stay." We're like, "Yeah, that's fine." So he comes over. He goes. He goes. You guys good to drive? Like, yeah, like, we're fine. Like, we've been here way less than you have. Like, we just got, we landed, like, fucking 30 minutes ago. So, um, yeah, we're fine. And he's just like, ah, cool. Just fucking fucks off. And then I was just like, yeah, well, just just so you know, we're going to Waffle House. He's like, I ain't going to no fucking Waffle House. What? What are you talking about? And then he very much went to Waffle House, played Cole Swindell on the jukebox, and then started singing and dancing around <laughs> Waffle House, having the time of his life. And I think this might While we were waffling. It. <laughs> Time for it, and that's when he threw up all over himself. Yeah, it was it was tough to hear, but I think the lyrics are: "I've been working all week and I'm tired. I don't want to sleep. I want to have fun. It's time for a good time." Yeah, that that kid he posted actually that that song playing on his story uh, earlier in that week, like last week. I think it was like Wednesday or something. He posted it on his story. He's not like a, ten years old. He's not a country. He's not a country music listener usually. I mean, he listens to it sporadically, but he's more of like a fucking lil something or other that I've never heard of in my life. So. Uh, no, good on him. Obviously, he's uh, starts, you know, rolls into the playoffs. This time of year, he seems to just fucking turn it on. So uh, excited for him to go to Homestead and me to bet a boatload of money just for him to hit a fucking lap car again. So um, still salty <clears throat> last time. Fucking David Starr. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was tough. But so uh, that was uh, that was the Saturday night program and uh, <coughs> rolling rolling right on into Sunday. Uh, Bob already mentioned the Oswego Classic and uh, something we're gonna have to do as a team. I think one of these years. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is the I first year I skipped it. I've never asked we go. I got a lot it. of snaps of a, uh, and the racetrack even advertised it Sunday night uh, after the race. Um, they had like a party area set up with like music and stripper poles. A lot of men on the stripper poles, nah, which is not cool. Uh, a lot of Ryan Battle, Jeffrey's younger brother. <laughs> Certainly isn't 21, um, but uh, looked like a good time. Looked like a lot of fun. One of the cool things about the Oswego Classic is most of the guys are local, so when the race is over Sunday, nobody loads up other than like guys like my dad that want to leave and go home because um, we have a seven-hour drive. But um, the la- last year, I, I still stayed Sunday night even though he left. So all the locals, they don't even they don't even bring their trailers back. They just party all night, leave their race cars out. Oh, fuck it. We'll get them in the morning. <sighs> so it's just a party after. You know, All Love the fans that. flood out to the infield, and it's a really good time. Every car that starts a race gets beer for free like the 350 supers get a 12 pack of uh bush and the sbs get bud light and then the uh big block supers all get a 30 of bud light or budweiser i mean so there's no shortage of alcaboos to go around fuck yeah fucking 27 cases 30 racks of fucking <laughs> there was one race heavy. i think it was 10 That's years a lot ago of bread. they were hauling all of that beer in the bed of a pickup and the tailgate fell down. Ooh, no. A lot of Budweiser landed on the racetrack. Oh, <laughs> no. Say no to prohibition. 
Ugh, yeah. So uh, that was the first of many races. Uh, you said you watched Thunder Road on the Flow Racing. Yeah. So I I actually Seemed watched like Thunder Road. I went finish. to I went to Hudson. Watched. Uh, oh, yeah, got, got there in time to watch uh, the feature. Um, well, I watched a couple heat races of uh, Bang Bangers, and then I watched the feature of uh, the, the Four Cylinder Bang Bangers, and then I watched a little bit of the Street Stock Race while uh, Granite State was lined up and uh, staged it, and. Um, just, I mean, it's a really good crowd, uh, pretty good car counts all throughout. And uh, Austin Erickson won the street stock yeah, race. Yeah, front Eric of, on front, of the, front of the program on the way to uh, chop. on the way to staging. Asked for a BFP sticker for the thing, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't have any. Gave those all away. So uh, we, I told him I get, we'd get them next time. But he goes out there and parks it, and uh, yeah, then um, the uh, Grand State Pro Stock Series rolled out for a hundred laps. Made you remember a, when Max McLaughlin gave him money in Florida to buy him tires? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did actually uh, did, did completely forget about that, but that for sure did happen. Um, but so yeah, we just went up on top of the uh, the new little VIP deal that they got going on there for the next race in the shade for a little bit and uh, watch the Grand State Pro Stock Series. Uh, essentially, go green to checker. Um, like Mike Mitchell spun out on lap lap like three or four, and uh, other than that, they just went green to checkered. Uh, pretty good little race though between uh, uh, Joy DeWiron and Jimmy Renfrew. Uh, Joy DeWiron led early. Jimmy Renfrew got by him, and then. Uh, Thought that Joey might get back to him uh, while he was trying to navigate some lap traffic. A lot of lap cars side-by-side, side, stuff like that. They are going to play a factor, but uh, Jimmy hung on and uh, went on there to park the thing in victory lane. So uh, congrats to him. Joey DeWiron obviously put it on the podium, finished second, and uh, I think Casey Call Casey finished third. Casey Call was third. Nick Cusack was fourth. Yeah. Um, Joey clinched clinched uh, championship. Yeah. Even though they yeah. still have two races left? One I wonders. believe so. Jesus. Yep. I mean, they got Star, obviously, this coming Friday. or this Couple uh, Fridays. Couple Friday. Um, yeah, and I assume they probably have one more. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, I, when I got on the highway, um, like I said, when I got on 95, I, I threw uh, Thunder Road on on the uh, the dashboard there and I uh, was watching as I could. When uh, Safely. Yeah, safely. N- no hands <laughs> on the device, just uh, really just listening to Aaron Maynard call the thing and uh, – from what I gathered, I mean, I watched the last 65 laps and uh, of the late model race, and Jason Corliss was in the lead. Pretty much sounded like he was dog walking him for uh, quite a while there. Marcel Gravel was pretty quick; had just put on some fresh tires, or I guess fresher tires than Jason, who hadn't pitted yet. And uh, then um, watched for a little bit longer. I think with 13 laps to go, or something like that, or maybe it was 15 for Marcel. Marcel had a right front flat, and uh, Aaron Maynard starts, you know, freaking out because he was running second. He was pretty quick, like a uh, pretty decent chance of winning the whole drama deal. controversy. He pulls off the track, and then maybe two laps later, Jason Corliss pulls a right front, the leader who has led the majority <clears throat> of the race. So uh, he uh, he stays out, ends up uh, drawing a caution. DJ Shaw inherits the lead, and uh, DJ Shaw and uh, I believe it was Sean Swallow put on a fuck of a battle. <clears throat> yeah, if you wanted to win that race, you apparently needed to be number zero four. Yes, because they were yeah. both number zero four. Yeah, and they were they were really swapping it um, for quite a while there. And uh, Sean Swallow led a, a whole boatload of the last ten laps, uh, I believe, just. By by a nose, uh, had on had on the outside, not really the preferred groove, I guess, when you're coming to uh, the checkered flag, especially at a place like Thunder Road, where you can kind of just plenty of concrete dust <clears> in the right side <throat> wheels. By the time that one was over, yeah, you can kind of motherfuck a guy out of the way if you want, but uh, DJ didn't really use him up all that bad. So, um, and it definitely and was that an act tour? Was that a tour race or was it I just a Thunder Road race? I think it was just a Thunder Road race. DJ I, is it wasn't the tour points leader and pretty much walking away with that. Actually, mate. I could be very wrong. I really have no idea, but I know that it just wasn't a points race, which obviously makes sense. Scott, for Scott Tapley will tweet at me on like Thursday and let me know if I'm right or wrong. I just can't. I I guess I don't know. Just uh, there's a lot of the act regulars that were there, like Derek Luchaki, who uh, I feel like isn't usually a Thunder Road just show up and racer. 
Um, kind of. I, I got the vibe that it might have been a tour race. Yeah, they had the, they had think, the flags. You know, yeah. they're out there waving their battle flag. Yeah, and, and uh, Alexander Tardif, I believe I saw, was in the field, and uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe they all came down for the Labor Day Classic, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, just a good race there, and uh, that was uh, that was the first little bit of racing I watched on the televisions from the local area. And then, like I said, I got home and uh, turned on the Boss Hog and turned on uh, the Southern Five Hundred, and uh, really just sat down right as everything started, which was super cool, and. Uh, watched uh who's the uh who's the 20 super late model there it was definitely an actor race sorry it was <coughs> yep nah, well that makes sense um uh, the 20 super late model at uh Wiscasset. yeah sorry uh jr rock and robinson yeah roland so, robinson so uh, steuben maine so him and uh kevin douglas put on a pretty solid battle there for quite a while early roland on. is a fucking riot i don't know him personally he added me on facebook a while ago and he posts some very funny things seems like a guy that uh, would be one of us yeah well, we would would love to meet him because I kind of didn't know who he was until you just said his name. I mean, I definitely heard the like the announcing, but I uh, definitely have never met him, and I don't think I'm friends on Facebook with him because I I usually tend to see people that post funny shit, and I also uh, think the exact same thing of them. Um, so ho- hopefully one of those days we'll, our paths will cross. But him and uh, him and Kevin Douglas put on a fuck of a battle there early on in the race, and um, you know, I mean, it was. Pretty uh, pretty eventful. A lot of cautions. They uh, wadded some shit up. <clears throat> yeah, putting that politely. I was talking to yeah. someone at uh, at Hudson who who uh, will remain nameless, but just said they'll probably do uh, probably do about a million dollars in damage up there today. <laughs> and uh, the boy, did they! That, the, yeah. the track itself just eats race cars. I mean, if there's nowhere to hide, if you wreck, you're you're hitting. That very, was very that was one of the posts that we we're kind of referencing earlier in our little Kevin Durant about Facebook. And certainly there's things that um, like Dan Collins brought to light that the racetrack didn't do to help the situation. Um, just Jeez like Christ. you just broke your microphone. <laughs> no, we're, good. we're good. We're good. But it, I don't know if it's, it's the drivers, right? Like it's, it's the drivers. I'm staying out of this one. I mean, I, it, it yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened to start. The very bad wreck where uh, thoughts and prayers with Ryan Dean, I believe, is still in the hospital. Seems like he's going to make a full recovery, but um, caught fire. Like this, is, this was a bad wreck, but there was three wrecks happening at once, and all yeah. three wrecks landed at the same spot to the point where you know a fire erupts, Miller Buzzle involved, Logan Melcher involved, Nick Reno involved, Dan McKeg Jr. involved, Ryan Dean involved, TJ Watson involved, Dave Getchell involved. That's fucking whole field, minus Kelly Moore and Mike Hopkins. The only reason those two were in the Conti is because they cleaned each other out in the heat race with two to go. Other than that, they wouldn't have even been in the Conti. It would have been two other unsuspecting souls. But like I said, there was two or three wrecks happening at the same time that all landed in the same spot, destroyed all of the cars to the point where, you know, obviously fire breaks out, very scary situation. Everybody got out. Um, Life Flight had to come get Ryan Dean to bring him to Portland. They looked at what was left and just said, "Okay, Concy's over. If you still have a, uh, if your car's still like not destroyed, you can just start the race. Like that shouldn't happen. Like yeah, you it, should yeah. be able to race to the end of the Concy without eliminating three quarters of the field in the first turn." Uh, spe- speaking of that big, uh, big scary fire wreck, there. Uh, shout out Mike Carlton. He's the uh, turn one flag guy who actually ran over to Ryan Dean's car while it was still engulfed in flames, jumped in the car with no fire suit on to help extinguish it and pull him out. Yeah. Um, that guy's a hero. Gary Smith said that the uh, the driver himself, that uh, Mike quite possibly saved his life. So um, pretty cool that he uh, didn't even think to do something like that. <coughs> yeah, so. Mike's a good dude. I didn't know him at all. 
Um, he was working the turn one at Richmond, the two races that I flagged up there. Super friendly guy, apparently quite knowledgeable and uh, cool under pressure because, like Charlie stated, never once hesitated. He was the first one on the scene with a fire extinguisher, um, you know, reading comments and posts on Facebook. Apparently knew what he was doing, knew where to aim it to put out a gas fire, which I am under the impression is uh, worse than your typical campfire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was a so scary, scary deal. Seems like Ryan's, uh, like I said, he had some smoke inhalation and uh, fire extinguisher inhalation, um, but it's going to do okay and make a recovery. But uh, yeah, usually, uh, Bobby can attest to this. Usually, one of the the things that would kind of creep into your mind that would you can be considered uh, scary to a race car driver is that exact situation. So nobody wants to be on fire. Nobody wants to be in that situation stuck in a race car, especially engulfed in flames. So uh, good on everybody for trying to get him out and getting him out and getting him the care that he needed as soon as they could. But nonetheless, that was the start of all the destruction in the super late models. It was casted. Yeah, that was before the, uh, the feature actually rolled and the feature once it did roll, uh, was uh, talking about that that battle that the uh, the twenty and the eighteen were putting on for quite a while, and but they just I mean they just kept wrecking. I felt like uh, wrecking, wrecking, and uh, spinning. Just I mean just a lot of cautions, caution filled early, and then uh, I mean I don't necessarily know how the the wreck happened, but uh, all of a sudden the the leader uh, at the time the eighteen was just uh, he was checked out too. I think he had everybody covered at this point <clears throat> yeah. in the race. It was just a matter of the race was taking entirely too long, but nonetheless. Yeah, like you said, I don't know. I I looked up Evan Bowyer, Justin Larson, maybe T.J. Watson. I don't remember. Um, in the wall, in the one turn, and like the cameras focused on them, and then you see out of the bottom corner of the screen Kevin Douglas coming in hot, and he hit Justin Larson a bucket ton. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, destroyed cars that were already destroyed even more. Destroyed his own car, Justin's car, like the bit. That one should have caught fire too. In all honesty, the you know the fuel tank accordioned on that car. The fuel, the rear clip was bent right up in the air. Like it's a miracle that that one didn't catch fire too. Same spot, you know. Um, the announcers really didn't do Kevin any favors uh, by saying uh, that Kevin said his foot slipped off the brake. If I was announcing, probably would have kept that one to myself. Um, you know that doesn't make any driver really look that good. I went back and watched it again. He had to have hit some fluid or something. There's no way, like... Kevin's not bad at driving races. No, the guy's a point leader. He's won a bunch of races up there. Had this race pretty much won, I think. Won it last year. It's not like he went into the one turn and was like, I'm going to turn right. He he was four full grooves. Like you said yesterday when we were watching, he was four full grooves off of the groove that he was running all race long. Yeah, like there's, you know... So and, I, there has to be something else And there. talking with other drivers, you know, I, I don't have a ton of experience at Wiscasset, but I got a little bit there in Legend Cars and Super Modifieds. You don't use the brakes for much. And I assume in a super late model, you don't use the brakes much either. I feel like you're pretty much just rolling it in, rolling it through. So when the announcer said his foot slipped off the brake, I'm like, yeah, maybe, but you're not using much brake anyway. So I assume he got into some some water or fluid. Um, Evan Bollier had posted on his Facebook that somebody in front of them blew a radiator hose, and that's why they all crashed to begin with. So just unfortunate. Sometimes when you're the leader, you're the first one to that shit. Yeah, yeah, and that was uh, it's tough to see, especially with uh, the leader being involved there, but also three beautiful race cars. Yeah. Um, there's a you know, yeah, there's three of the nicest. Evan's had absolute shit luck all year. You know, got tore up at White Mountain a few weeks ago. Got tore up uh, last week trying to qualify for the 250, and then big time tore up yesterday. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough, tough stretch there, and I assume that he. Well, I don't. I guess I can't assume, but I, I would think that he'd be one of the guys that would try to uh, chase the 10K this weekend at, at uh, Lee, which uh, definitely like would probably not 
Definitely would go to Star. He ran on the podium last year at the Star Classic Grand State Race. So, yeah. Hope to um, see them guys back out. But, but that was uh, at that point in the race, Mike Hopkins was running second. He was uh, and he was flying. I mean, he'd passed uh, Trevor Sanborn, passed Garrett Hall, passed the uh, uh, Dave Farrington, a bunch of the guys that were all all up there. And uh, just uh, Mike Hopkins was going to be the only car that might have been able to give Kevin Douglas something, um, or you know, at least that's what it seemed. Trevor Sanborn was pretty quick too. But um, once once Kevin Douglas got in that wreck, it was Mike Hopkins' race, uh, yeah. really. So. He, uh, he ended up running away with it, which uh, we like to see. We all like Mike Hopkins and uh, good second boss hog win for him. Good to see Trevor run second. Big shout-out to Jamie Wright, um, a Wiscasset local. He, uh, he finished third. Extra big shout-out because he passed Dave Farrington at the end to, <laughs> to get third. We all love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, – uh, I mean – Brad has been on record on the show saying that's one of your favorite-looking super late models, a silver yeah. and light blue uh, 84, very sharp-looking car, uh, clean, plain – it, it is very, it's very plain and it's very clean. It's just so different. Than I always think when I very first saw it, I was like, "Oh, my car's back." But you know what's a, you know what's funny? That. <laughs> That's the car Scott ran last year. Yeah, Scott sold it to those guys over the winter oh. or in springtime, actually. But huh. well, everything everything comes uh, comes full circle. But so that was uh, that was the boss hog again. Congrats to uh, to Mike Hopkins uh, on picking up that dub, his second one, second boss hog win. But the a podium the, pal, if you will, <laughs> the podium pal. Yeah, the uh, the NASCARs did NASCAR. Um, actually, since the NASCARs will probably wrap this whole deal up, I do have a handful of podium pals. Yeah, I got so. real quick one last thing. I watched a little bit. I didn't get to watch the end, um, but I did watch a little bit of the uh, Fredericton New Brunswick Speedway 660 uh, 250 um, on Flow Racing. That uh, similar big money pro stock race, a lot of cautions. Um, uh, friend of the, I guess, friend of the program, Jesse Thompson. He's the announcer up there in Canada, eh? And uh, I had sent him a picture of uh, me and my my skivs watching the race and and uh he gave me a little shout out on the uh, on the broadcast so that was cool uh, appreciate that and uh ashton tucker won that from canada most of them are from canada i think wyatt was the only guy that not from canada in the field but. i uh i turned that on because he, he did message me as well and uh i didn't know that it was live on flow i uh, hadn't been, i had been on racing america watching the boss hog but um so i was just watching i turned on my phone a couple times i think i turned it on probably six or seven times and w- Every time they were under yellow, so I uh, yeah, I watched tough. maybe five or six full laps of that, um, and uh, yeah, I didn't didn't know who won. So I never tried, been tried to six sixty. Uh, Lonnie Somerville, that's his home track. I used to be a teammate with Lonnie. Um, never even really seen it on their pictures. Place is super narrow. Yeah, like no walls, a lot of dirt around it. But I could see why everybody ends up in the dirt because there's not much pavement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I have a handful of podium pals here. I got uh, Trevor Rock, Adam Jocelyn, Corey DiMatteo, Tanner Woodard, uh, Noah Gregson, Adam Lovejoy, Chris Wilson. Uh, picked up a win, I believe, at Speedway 660 uh, the yep. night before. And uh, Mike Hopkins. I, uh, I'm sure that I missed a ton, but... Um, uh, that's, Justin Bonsignor, that's, yeah. uh, being a former guest, I don't think any of us actually like him, but... Um, <laughs> Craig Lutz. I think the feeling's mutual. First, <laughs> first and third. And He's also kind of a cunt. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I do like Justin, but he is an asshole. We, we all like Justin, but Justin, uh, we, we all... Sh- I think we all share the dislike... It's it's fun for each it's other. Fun it's, ribbing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun to dislike people sometimes. Uh, Craig Lutz finished third in Oswego. Uh, Adam Lovejoy picked up the win in the street stonks at Star Speedway Saturday night. I don't know what else. I think uh, Nasty Nate Leclaire won the Jeremy DeCourcy Memorial Race for the uh, Six Bangers down there. It was good to see uh, Jeremy's truck, his, his red Dodge, yep. pace the field. Uh, no, Toyota, right? It was a Tundra. 
No, he had a Dodge. Was a Dodge. Well, that's yeah. t- what a terrible friend I am. Sorry, no. Jeremy. <laughs> don't remember what brand your truck was, even though I do remember pushing it out of the driveway at the race shop that night. It was wicked that icy. That is <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> Two wheel drive. Uh, fucking thing would not move on ice. So, uh, yeah, that was that. Did, did you say Adam Jocelyn? I did. Did we say that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Kid works his balls off and uh, picked a big go kart win at LST Motorsports Park on Friday night. He's got one more go kart win than the majority of the human population. So, so good for Adam. Uh, I know that he uh, puts a lot of work and effort into that. So, uh, good on him. He is an he is an eighty three as well. So that's fitting. He is. Um, he is. So uh, the the NASCAR race was uh, holy fuck. Yeah, that <laughs> it might as well have been fucking. These are the days of our lives because there was a whole bunch of shit that happened. Um, and I, starting with real, I mean Chase Elliott wrecking uh, early on was a real bummer for me because I had bet on him to finish in the top three, so that was tough. Well, it was good for me because that's the only thing that saved me from not finishing last in the BFP race picks again. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Bob, I know, is a big Chase Elliott fan. He likes uh, what? Never mind. <laughs> oh, fucking hate Chase Elliott <laughs> Fucking god You know at least I don't have to root for him anymore Like I got it out of the way He really fucked me by finishing 36 out of 36 Well at but, least he wasn't leading uh, Like every lap of the race yeah, and but, then yeah, but You gonna know, walk away you with know it. Martin Truex is a cuck <laughs> Yeah like We just we confirmed that Chase is one too You think he lets people fuck his wife in front of him? Probably not That's mm, very yeah. very insulting Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, think that... Uh, I that's don't why it's that's one of my thing. favorite insults. <laughs> Maybe not a full cuck. Uh, yeah, so uh, so like Charlie mentioned, so... Fucking Martin stupid. Truex, this happens to me every week, Martin Truex fucking blows up while leading, or uh, breaks, whatever the fuck happened to him. Uh, Kyle Hates Larson it. had broken at some point, came down, was two laps down, came all the way back, finished 12th after getting both laps left. William Byron was blown up at one point. Uh, Joey Logano fucked his team, fucked him on a pit stop, and then he never made it back to the front ever again. Kevin Harvick caught on fire. Uh, Kyle Busch was then leading. Looked like his race to fucking lose. He Bulls ends up, up under yellow. Up. Lost under it. yellow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Eric Jones lines up with uh, Denny Hamlin, who has fresher tires than him. Uh, in Eric Jones being Eric Jones and Petty GMS equipment versus Denny Hamlin, who is in the playoffs with uh, with Gibbs equipment. And uh, that doesn't you who fucking I bet matter. On. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, yeah, I and and so that's what was a real bummer is that so early on on the way through New Hampshire, I was like, I'm going to bet on the cup race, obviously. So I had I had uh, Denny Hamlin to win. I had Chase Elliott in the top three, Martin Truex Jr. to finish in the top five, and Eric Jones to finish in the top ten. Ding. So Eric Jones finishing in the top ten was plus 200, which is, if you know anything about gambling, fucking asinine because Eric Jones, this is literally, he's won this race before. It's one of his better tracks. Like, and Eric Jones has been fast all year. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to take that. I only put like 25 bucks on it. So I didn't win a fuck ton, but I was like, ah, oh, the other bets will cover and make me a rich fucking bitch. But, uh, Denny Hamlin looked like he was going to win the race after Kyle Bush blows up. I'm like, God, oh, Denny's got this in the bag. You know who didn't have it in the bag was fucking Dennis. And that would have made me a whole lot more money. If Eric Jones finished second, Denny won the race and Truex didn't step on his fucking I don't even know. Actually, he just blew up, but it, well, I don't like him. So he stepped on his wing, and, um, you know, just eh. <laughs> I could have been sitting. I could have been eating caviar while we were recording. We're, we're watching the race, and Kyle Busch blows up under yellow, which that's just kind of like the story of his whole year so far, it seems. And uh, he gets out of the car, and you know that they're kind of pissed when they get out of the car and just leave all their shit on and just walk straight to the back of the trailer. <laughs> that means don't fucking talk to me. I don't want to do anything with the cameras or anything, which was probably a good move because afterwards he had a very un-Kyle Bush-like response to it, uh, thanked his crew and stuff. 
Uh, maybe he's learning. Says the I don't free know. agent process been has, doing that. has uh, learned him that he needs to be a little bit different to the media. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Um, also, going back on the the Xfinity race, too, uh, not feeling so weird about Noah signing with Petty. Uh, no, all that, no so. feel, feel a whole lot better about that. Yeah, deal, for yeah. sure. 200th so. win for the number 43. Pretty cool deal. Now Dave Allens is the crew chief of that 43. I believe that is a former crew chief of Noah's. Correct. Uh, As yeah. of last year, I believe. Yeah. Was he this crew chief last yeah. year? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, no dummy there. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully Noah can go good in that 42 car. Um, I don't, I didn't watch any of the cup race. I just, I don't know. I was raced out by the time that <clears throat> I, uh, I went to visit my girlfriend at her work, which is a bar. Um, the race <laughs> was not on at the bar and I wasn't going to be the one guy at the bar. The bar was packed. I'm like, it's a Sunday night. You fools go home. It was Labor Day Sunday though. Yeah. Nah, uh, it wasn't a school night. No. So I wasn't going to be the one guy. Can you put out the NASCAR race, please? So there's a lot, a lot of dudes were invested in the fucking Red Sox game or something. Do you develop on. the nose allergy at the bar? Or <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that's how I sound when I'm the only one that wants to watch left-hand turns gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> at, at the sports bar. I feel like every time I've gone there, there's always drag racing on, but not. Not circle, yeah. NASCAR. Um, so where where does where does NASCAR go this week, boys? Kansas. Oh, uh, so Brad had Tyler Reddick last week, and Tyler finished third. Um, so Brad wins picks uh, over Charlie and I. Brad still maintains a seventeen point advantage. Um, Charlie and I are tied for that <laughs> all most important last place spot. Um, good good to know Brad's probably got nothing to worry about. Doesn't have to dust off the old fire suit anytime soon. <laughs> I feel I feel like we would have to win every race and him finish. What happens last if we tie? Time. If you and I tie, do we have to do it together? I'm down. <laughs> Fuck it. Probably funnier, honestly. <laughs> that would be that would be phenomenal. Maybe maybe it should just be the winner doesn't have to do it and the other two do. That, yeah. Well, yeah. End, end of the competition now. <laughs> uh, I'm in. pretty well over. There's nine races left, and Brad's got a 17 point lead. He could probably finish third in every race and not lose. You make a hell of a point, Bob. Uh, um, they're at Kansas. I'm gonna take Kevin Harvick. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Sorry, pal. That was. I I just realized I have not used Kevin Harvick once this year. Um, nope, you have not. Kansas. Which is funny because neither have I. We're saving some big ones. Here. No, you you used them uh, about in the oh, middle you're right. of yes, the spreadsheet. Yep. Yeah, uh, I did. I Kansas. I don't even know. I fucking hate that track. That track's actually uh, one of the better mile and a halfs now. So uh, with this new car, I I think I enjoyed the time they're watching. Maybe it was just because Kurt Busch won, but the last time that they went to Kansas was pretty uh, entertaining. Give, damn it! That was the only one I had picked out. Uh. Uh, I feel like none of the Penske guys are a good choice. Why, how have I fucking actually won picks with my picks so often this year? And I'm so bad at yeah, gambling. Because you have like nine wins. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is how have um, I fucking correctly oh, picked this the winner? Oh, because this is a pain That's why. That's like, why yeah. you're good at it. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, you have five legitimate wins. What the I, fuck? I think I have one, two. Yeah, and I have one. Uh, Damn, I could have been. I don't even rich. know, boys. Give me the <laughs> That's you almost picked the five last week, and that would have went a lot worse. Well, actually, no, yeah, actually it would have been, been the better. same. Yeah, it would have been the same. Fuck it, give me Kyle Larson. Give me the five. 
That's, me, a, that's a good pick there. Yeah. Give, me, give me Ross Chastain. I was going to go with uh, Chris Rebell, but for some I reason... Just, I didn't want to shoot that last bullet with Chris him. Chris Rebell's the only one that I've used so far twice this year. Uh, no, yeah. Tyler Reddick now, because I used him last week. you got to win with Chris oh, Rebell. Nope, I lied, and I used Austin Dillon. So I'm, I'm RCR'd out, and I have uh, used Chris Rebell twice. So everyone else is still on the table. <clears throat> the last time you used Chastain, you had uh, a fifth place, which was a win for you. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I should probably use him now because at some point, if he goes farther along in the playoffs, someone's gonna absolutely murder him. So. We've reached the point now where my screen's not long enough, and we're going to I'm gonna have to send this to you in two screenshots. Oh uh, no, tough I hate, break. I hate when I'm not long enough. <sighs> I think I'm gonna get Chinese food. Yes. What are we doing this weekend, team? <laughs> uh, we're back to Bartlett on Friday. We've had uh, six, yeah. six months off from racing at Bartlett. It seems like I don't is, even. So I don't I, even remember what everybody was mad about the last time we were there. So every, it's good. Every time we have a, the group chat go off about Bartlett, I always I always get to it like after the conversations happen. So is this championship night? Is no. it not? It's no. not. We've got like three left, right? Two. Yeah. I don't, there's still. I don't yeah, there was going to be makeup dates, and there wasn't. There was going to be a Wednesday. September thirty. September thirtieth is championship night. Okay. And then they're going to do. Because they basically Bill Stewart owns the facility. The facility is MX207. He tells Eddie, I want 12 events. Doesn't care what they are, just 12 spectator paying events is basically what it breaks down to. Because it's a business for him. He owns the property. He lets us monkeys run the show. And apparently we do it well because none of us have been fired in the last three years. Yeah, but we're all good at and we've been paid f- every time. <laughs> we're all good at fucking a football. You know? So the same football is um, weird, but... Earlier this year, they had a scheduling conflict, axed to race. They had a rainout, I believe. And then now, the September 23rd event, um, Bill's son Danny is getting married and using the property for the wedding. So we had to ex-nay that race, which means that gets Eddie below his 12 events. Quota. So he needed to make some up. We had talked about Wednesday night racing, um, which obviously no one's going to be a fan. Like, There's not going to be any sort of makeup that everyone's going to be a fan of. Um, to the racer, double features makes the most sense, but that isn't too... That's not an event that... Yeah, unless you, you charge everybody you double pay, to get in. You paid once to get in on a double right. feature. If, yeah. if you charged everybody double to get in, that's the only way that would work out logistically. So that's not an option. Um, so they talked about some Wednesdays, talked about some October shows. Well, you got... And I'm I'm the same way with my own racing. Like when schedules come out, I plan way in advance. And when things get uh, when the boat gets upset, uh, I get very cunty. <laughs> and obviously, some people you had one team, uh, TJ Moon. They're moving to North Carolina starting in October. So like they're all done. Go cards. Bye bye. So they're leading the points in their division. Obviously, that would basically cock them out of a championship. Um, so that among with a few other people that had, you know, similar stories basically ruled points racing out in October. So they're just going to do a couple open shows, um, and then have like the award ceremony, um, in October. But yeah, I was, um, legitimately today years old when uh, I found out that the 23rd is not a race for us anymore. Um, so I was, uh, I was looking at, cause like you, is uh, Brad, Brad's not in the group chat, is he? No, I'm in the group yeah, chat. He is. I just, I, think there's I, two of them I added him. Okay. I'm in the group chat, so maybe but it was I before just before that that I got mentioned. Yeah, but. I think it did because I remember like loosely hearing about one of the dates being moved in person, but I never read it in the group chat and I'm also very schedule oriented, so at the beginning of the year I put down all the dates. Well, the 23rd yeah. was still a date on there, so I've been looking for the last, you know, couple months every time I lift the schedule or in the last couple of days 
say the 23rd was a race date. So I'm like, yeah, race date, race date. I can't go. Uh, can't do this. Can't do that. Um, didn't realize that's fall final weekend. So I might end up at fall final after all, but, um, just like literally looked at the calendars today, schedule today. And I'm like, oh, what do I got going on? What do I got going on? Uh, so let, let me just check the go-kart schedule. Oh, we do have the 23rd off. I had no fucking idea. I got real excited. Cause I thought the fall final was a Sunday. And uh, Abby has a wedding. Uh, her f- cousin's getting married that we're going to in Massachusetts. So I'm like, well, shit, we're in Massachusetts. Might as well wake up on Sunday, drive to staff for the fall final. And boy, was I disappointed to Ugh. find out it's on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's also wild that we're talking about the fall final. It feels like we just were doing the I'm Sizzler. Still, I'm still yeah. processing 2020. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. it was crazy. Charlie and I had the conversation. Like, we were watching the YouTube videos. I think we might have even talked about this last week or two weeks ago. But we were watching the YouTube videos from our channel just, like, on just one right after another. And... Charlie was just like that. That feels like it was like a year and a half ago, and I was like, yeah, "Charlie, that was six months ago, literally six <laughs> months ago." Yeah, yeah, like all this shit. Um, so just so much shit that happens all at once, and uh, I want to sit down and go through my my list of how many times I've been to a racetrack this year. Cause <coughs> Don't, because then you're gonna get upset with how much money it costs. It gets bigger and bigger each and every year. I wish more things did that, but. <laughs> Yeah, this weekend uh, going to be going go karting on Friday. Um, Saturday, I'm going to be uh, Waterford and with you, Bob. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show up wearing our Mike Christopher Junior T-shirts. I get to race with Mike in the 350 Smack Super Modified event at the Waterford Speed Bowl, the house that Daddy is building. Yes. Um, yeah. I love Waterford. I loved Waterford before Sean was involved. Um, I love it even more now that Sean's involved, and I love it even more that I get to feed that fucking bully Mike Christopher a big old heap <laughs> and a right front wheel. <laughs> Yeah, um, I hope anyway. Uh, no, no, like no bullshit. Uh, James Hollywood Russo, the promoter for the Smack Tour. We get to. Uh, I might have told this on here. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't think you did. I told you guys though. Yeah. Got to got to Monadnock, and James, he aligns these basically, you know, rental deals um, or driver. You know, you know, basically they like earlier this summer. Derek Griffith drove the zero one car at Hudson. Tries to put like a local, you know, superstar. Um, in these cars so he lines up getting mike christopher in the zero one car and of course me and brad have a field day on facebook with it uh, mike wasn't willing to play with our banter but brad and i had a great time you know finally get to pay back the bully so james comes he's like bobby did i like is, is there legitimate beef here like did i line up like one of your enemies <laughs> to drive one of our cars and i'm like no no james i go i me and mike very friendly um would consider him a friend other than i only see him like three times a year but uh the three yep. good times. Big fan of big fan of Mike Jr. So yeah. looking forward to that. Um, that car actually won uh, the race that I ran at Waterford last summer in the Smack Tour uh, with Dave Sanborn driving it. So Mike's gonna be uh, it's gonna be in a good car, a good piece. He'll uh, be a threat to win for sure. Uh, it's gonna be some other good cars there. Um, yeah. So Bradley and I are gonna go do Waterford things on looking, Saturday uh, evening. Looking forward to that. I had absolutely no plans on doing it, but uh, the listeners, I think we were actually recording at the time where you offered me up a ride, so I'm yeah. pretty excited about that. Going to uh, gonna be able to <laughs> Waterford again, which I uh, don't get there often. I've only been there three times in my get, entire get life. Get the so. full BT3 race team experience. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, going to uh, obviously uh, come back home that night and uh, wake up the next morning and uh, ship myself over to Lee USA Speedway. Freedom um, 300. The, uh, the th- Freedom 300, 300 laps of uh, racing. Uh, I think it's 150 laps for the pro stocks, but 10,000 to win. It is a, a points-paying show, so all the cars that are involved in the points race there will uh, 
will be in attendance, I assume. And, and obviously 10K should get a pretty healthy car count. It's not a Granite State race, not a pass race, uh, pass up at Spud. So um, I don't know how many people will make that drive, but uh, I'll be making the drive to uh, Lee USA Speedway to hold down the bar. Pretty excited about that. Um, had a handful that's of sun- that's Sunday, right? That's yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I've had a handful of friends yeah, uh, reach uh, out and ask for. Uh, you know, ask if I was going, and uh, I think that I'm just going to pack up the taco with as many friends and pals as I can and uh, get some more people to the bar. And uh, Pure stock, street stock, six-shooters, six shooters, pro trucks, and super late models. Super late models. <laughs> pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about that event. Uh, it, the, that event uh, was uh, actually the event that really started our partnership and uh, everything with uh, with Lee USA Speedway, and uh, they've done nothing but improve, and uh, we've... Uh, We've been, had nothing but fun there, and uh, I look forward to it every single time we're able to go back. So definitely looking forward to uh, this Sunday. Show starts at 2 p.m. Um, I wish I could make it. Unfortunately, I will not be in attendance. I will be uh, back to work on my big block super on Sunday. So well, Star Classic is coming up there, it Bob. It is getting awful Very, close. very soon. Crepping up. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, it's, it sounds like it's a lot like you, Bradford. Uh, Friday, we're all doing NASCARs, like we uh, said. Saturday, I will be at the Oxford Plains Speedway. It is championship night for the Oxford Championship Series. Uh, good pal Chris Smith is the point leader. He's 40-some-odd points ahead, um, so long as he doesn't die in his heat race. Uh, I believe as long as there aren't 22 cars that start the race, he just has to take the green, and he will be... A five-time champion. I can't in wait the for the championship party. Sports series Hell slash yeah. limited fucking whatever you want to call it. Two in a row for him in the same car between two different racetracks. So a huge accomplishment for him. Very, very proud of him. The championship um, party last year was a good time. Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to try uh, to show up not completely sleep-deprived to that one because yeah, I, I floated uh, into yeah, that we, one. I, I feel like I bullied your corpse into coming to yeah, that one. <laughs> I, was, I was trying. I don't usually miss a good time, uh, but uh, I you know, was working all working all week and trying all, all hard and whatever. Tired, the fuck I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of the Smiths, T's and P's to them. They just had to put down their uh, 12-year-old or 12-year-old to them, Cat Griffey. Yeah, Griffey um, was an OG. No, he, he was. was. He was a good cat. He was a good kid. Uh, I became close with that cat when I uh, had to uh, spend many a night over at the Smith household. Um, so uh, love you guys. That that sucks. We get it. But uh, it was tough, good seeing you tough today. Tough go for the cats lately. Derek Neeland also had a cat that they had to put down. And, um, and I, I don't think I said anything last week. My mom had to put one of her cats down too. So. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, it sounds like uh, gonna go to the Freedom Three Million if we can uh, pull it off. So fuck yeah, that'd be uh, gonna be a good, cool weekend. I think. Well, you guys gonna have to drink some beers for me. I think we can manage that. Well, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, we do have like uh, we mentioned earlier on in this show. Can we just for one quick second? Because uh, I have to piss really bad. But we had no plans on recording today. I feel like this was very action packed and very great uh, show. Too, too much and, shit happened for us yeah. to not have a show. Yeah, an hour and nice 20, Labor Day special. Over an hour and twenty minutes of shit that we were not even going to say, and I feel like it was all good. It was a very very uh, good show, and uh, now well, we, we have still got another 30, 45 have, minutes. Yeah, we have like thirty to forty. I think we have more close to forty minutes with uh, our buddy uh, Sam Lincoln. Be a treat because I don't remember what we talked about. Yeah, that was, either. Uh, this so, was another chapter of the Drunken Pool Party recording session. Uh, this interview has been sitting in the vault for well over two weeks now. I, I don't remember really any of what was said, um, You, <laughs> but I do know that this was one of the earlier on episodes that we recorded and then we saved. So, um, And actually, we like we had so little plans on actually recording this last hour and 20 minutes that you've listened to that the uh, the intro is actually attached to the recording. So I'm going to have to uh, do some trimming. I, but uh, <laughs> if you hear some other shit, uh, mind your business. I 
think this one was also recorded too before everybody wanted to kill each other. So it was correct. It was something in the water that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so it is a good one uh, for reference. This is the kid when we were down at Daytona Beach. We were at the uh, the one and only Cruzin Cafe. Cruzin Cafe, Cruising Cafe, if you will. And I'm sure um, we talk about it when we record. We do. With yeah, yeah. We, that's we've one told thing that we story definitely brought here, up. But uh, we, I was at the end of the bar getting a drink, and some uh, young man in a Seekonk shirt's like, "Hey, are you Charlie?" And I was like. Depends on who's fucking asking. It's not often that you uh, run into a random podcast listener in Florida, but it does seem to happen. Who wasn't every... even there for race cars? No, and it seems to happen more often than we came would, for uh, the race cars. We would ex- stayed, stayed stayed for, for the us. people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, there's a, actually a video we were watching uh, part of our our docu series or whatever from uh, the Snowball Derby last year. We're recording and walk into some man who we did, do not know um, and was like, "Hey, BFP." And we were like, "What the? F- yeah, you yeah you know me." what <laughs> how do you know me i don't understand then we like signed some dude's tits it was awesome it was a whole whole or oh my god ordeal i just try to combine that Ooh, word because i gotta piss so bad it's starting to come up you're pretty um, good at that bob <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so right, uh, well, here's our good friend blaze also known as sam lincoln who's the does nascaring at seacock uh, before we throw it over to Blaze, actually, I uh, forgot to mention that this week is brought to you by uh, OL Photos. Oriana Lovell, uh, photographer at Oxford. She does great work. Uh, th- some terrific shots from Oxford 250 weekend, I believe, that included uh, Charlie and Victory Lane, stuff like that. Actually, she took Why, the photo. Why were you doing there? She... <laughs> Uh, I was I was spectating. <laughs> <laughs> she she uh, she took you the were photo, handing out the trophies. <laughs> took the photo of uh, Charlie and I uh, mid mid embrace, and uh, then the whole gaggle of us actually blazes part of those photos. So it's perfect. It all ties in together. It but, does. Uh, she does a phenomenal job, yes. as do most of our photographer pals and gals. Um, she uh, she sent me some 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 good ones there, and she's got a perfect one uh, captured of me basically looking like I'm stone cold on the top of the roof. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll see that coming up uh, later on. Yeah, we uh, we love Oriana Level and OL Photos on Facebook, and uh, I believe it's OL Photos One on Instagram. So be for, be sure to go and like that page on Facebook and follow on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you again to Oriana. This time, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be episode oh. one eighty. I hit the eye with that. <laughs> Three, two, three, three. Two. I think two. it's three. It's two. Last one was no, no, eighty-one. No, because I think that we're going to record with some important people on episode one eighty-two. One eighty-three is going to be like the Labor Day weekend show, which is with this fucking hooligan. Less important people. Three, yep. three. So Brian like Vickers. You so know, we're recording this two weeks in the future. Yeah, eighty-three. Uh, Sean Gilpatrick. Uh, could be, yeah. No, yeah. it was. Um, Could definitely be. <laughs> uh, I am Charlie Sanborn. You are Bobby Timmons. You are Bradley Saucier. We are at Black Flag Pod. And all things social media, more importantly, that is on the Patreon app. Uh, please just head on over wherever you get your apps from. Look up uh, Patreon. Then look up the Black Flag Podcast. Get some merchandise discounts. And more importantly, some uh, exclusive content where you can ask us questions uh, for guests like we have here. Now, um, Blaze. This isn't fucking Blaze. Yeah. Gonna be probably a household name. Uh, <laughs> this is somebody, however, we call Blaze. Um, he he's been talked about quite a bit. He he's the, the rewind back to our most recent Florida trip escapades. He uh, he was the guy that uh, found me, Charlie, at the end of the bar at Cruising Cafe. Mind you, we're talking. There's these are three kids from the state of Maine. You are from. Massachusetts, and you're gonna have to make out with the mic here a little bit if you want to speak and you want anybody to hear it. But Massachusetts, correct? Right, Massachusetts. Uh, so we yep. have three Mainers, a Masshole, 
and we were in Daytona Beach, Florida. Not near Massachusetts. No. Or Maine. Not even close. Thousands and, of miles. And I am at the end of the bar at Cruising Cafe. And the, I believe the words out of your mouth are, hey, are you Charlie? Who's so, asking? So, <laughs> yep. so, so my response was, depending on if I wanted to get punched in the face or what was going to happen the rest of the week, uh, <laughs> then ensued. But how do you go from the kid in mass to meeting three kids in Maine to cruising cafe to hanging out with us and now you're on the show go take us on that bit of a ride and by the way you're Sam Lincoln I am Sam Lincoln you race what do you race uh, bang bangers yep I race ship boxes out of Seekonk fuck yeah we love ship box racing your your Uh, words not ours yeah (laughs) well you know but uh yeah basically uh when I started racing uh, I listen to like the average podcast, Dale Jr., the door bumper clear, all that stuff. Yeah, those guys suck. Bore <laughs> dumper clear. Right. Yeah. But uh, we were actually, me and Reagan were talking about on the way up here. Uh, I literally ran out of episodes. I work for myself, so I listen to podcasts all day just on my headphones, you know, and plug away. And uh, uh, I had started racing about two and a half years ago. And, um, about halfway through that escapade, I ran out of uh, podcasts to listen to at work, and I was gridded up one night, and I looked over, and I saw a Black Flag podcast sticker on one of my buddy's cars, and I said, ah, maybe I'll check them out on Monday. And uh, Monday comes around, and I start on episode one, and... What a mistake. Oof. I listened to as many as uh, episode were allowed to be left on Spotify, <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah, a lot of them got scrubbed. Yeah, And uh, so about, I think right before... Uh, I ended up in Florida. I listened to the uh, previous year's Florida episode. So I heard about Cruising Cafe, and uh, I had been up there with my girlfriend for um, a horse deal. She does horses. She's over in Ocala. She has sex with horses? Mm, hopefully no. not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, she had uh, gone home, and uh, the next week was the whole new Samir deal, and I wanted to go watch racing. So I said, you know what? I don't really know anybody up here, but I want to go watch some racing. I got nothing to do. So I uh, dropped her off at the airport, took the rental car, and... Deuces. <laughs> I pretty much drove deuces over to the... Deuces. Yeah. I, I drove over to the New Smyrna area, and I was like... I hit up a couple friends I knew would be in the area, and I really didn't get any responses. They were kind of all doing their own thing, and I was like... Ah. Oh, I did hear about that one bar on <laughs> on that on that one show. So that, that's that bar. It, right. is, it is that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll go cruise over there. It was like twenty. It was a good drive. It was like twenty minutes. You were gonna but, cruise over to cruising. Yeah, cruise over to cruising, and uh, pulled in the parking lot. And I was like, walked in. There's a bunch of old ass dudes sitting at the bar. I was like, Ah, wow. God, this is gonna <laughs> be a long fucking night. Michael Waltrip. <laughs> <laughs> that's the place. And I oh. sit down. I order a Bud Light and. Was that the same day? The same day that Michael Walter? Yes, it was. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck's going on? That was a, that was a day and a half. Is what it, that was. Yeah. You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael Waltrip was the fourth most famous person you met that day. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Waltrip doesn't have a ceiling tile. But, That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I walk in, yeah, I drink about half a beer, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> I'm going to end up back over at Volusia or New Samir, not just by myself eating popcorn and Right as I had that thought, I see Charlie walking. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I was like, I think that's that, that, that guy. That's, 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 a, that's a fucking guy. So I walk over. I'm like, you, Charlie? And uh, 
the rest is history. You invited me out on the deck, and here it is. Eight months later, you're at my parents' house. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. so what a crazy fucking world that is. Where you, you're not even down there for racing, right? You're, you're no. down there to do no. horse thing. Yeah, not have sex and I with w- horses apparently. I, but you're nope, there to do. I did not sign up for that. Horse um, things is a broad term. <laughs> yeah, horse things is a broad term. And, and and where you were at was not really close to cruising. No, it I, was like I, an hour away. Right, and I had to drive an hour to my Airbnb, which was still a half an hour away from cruising. Right. So right. yeah, and then all of a sudden we adopted you for eleven. I'm pretty sure you stayed uh, every night the well, rest of the weekend there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what's what's really weird to me is the first bar I went to was uh, <laughs> I don't remember. It was another bar you talked about on the podcast. Froggies. It was closer. I just remember <laughs> I remember driving past and the first Ranger? sign I saw was no gang colors and I said huh maybe I'll go to the next one probably um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want gang colors do you want violence I mean, what, what, the, what the fuck is a gang color I don't I know I'm going to assume it was, it was well, froggies it was club colors it was for bike froggies week froggies it was for bike week it was probably froggies, froggies. I, I just it yeah. didn't feel very welcoming and warm you had so. to fucking throw like a, like a thing yeah, up you on put the a thumbtack and a dollar thumbtack, and you sling yeah. it up into the roof exactly yeah. so I Pulled yeah. in. I said, eh, nah, maybe, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> I went to uh, <laughs> I went yeah. to cruising, and uh, yeah, like I said, the rest was history. I met you fools there, and and then we adopted you. And I didn't leave you alone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if we didn't want you there, we would have made it very clear, and you would have been I, there, there was as long a, There as was a were. split second where I very much didn't know. Hey, the rental car doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, when you, were, when you were ripping down the highway on our way from, I think it was Beachside to New Smyrna, and you were just cranking the e-brake at 70 mile an hour, we're all like, yeah, okay, bro, you can go. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was a racing deal. <laughs> but <laughs> that makes way more uh, my sense. Bad. My so, guy said yeah. I was clear. And so, so at this point, it's like quite literally just myself in a rental car, and obviously Blaze, who we just met a day before, had like a Ford Focus or yeah, Dodge yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> and so, like break. everyone else was like way ahead, like multiple people in the cars and stuff, and, and stuff. And so, like I, we're just ripping out A one A or whatever it is from from Beachside Tavern to that is most definitely. Not a one a. Well, but. so it's okay. So it's 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 <laughs> a highway. It's Florida. It's a highway, and it's just a straight shot from Beachside Tavern to the racetrack. And the you don't even need the steering wheel, right. honestly. Yeah, yeah. So like, and I'm like, and I'm driving with my knees. I drive with my knees like more often. Is this than when not. we had the minivan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah, white one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thing was so, sick. I so, almost doored it. But every, yeah, but every once in a while, you'd be like ripping down the fucking road, which is a two lane highway, which is perfect. And, and every once in a while, a blaze would like come like ripping in front of you, like with tires like like smoke squealing off the tires, and you're like, dude, get it. Stop! Like I'm, I'm shit faced. Like you gotta, you well, cannot, so was I. Yeah, well, no shit. But like, yeah, I was like, I was like, come on, man. Like, for the record, we were not drunk driving. Like, two, I wasn't driving. It was someone else. No, no, yeah, yeah. So like, I had the someone Uber else. Like, I, I had someone else ripping the uh, steering wheel and like running the gas pedals. But I was just like uh, on the ones and twos of the mics, and uh, I was like singing like Chris Young and stuff. But it was alright. But like, so regardless, tomorrow, you, tomorrow, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna let you go and walk away. Like every day I said I would. There's no clapping in that song. Right, right. Tomorrow, <laughs> there's well, there's, there's clapping, but it's usually cheeks because that song fucking slaps. Uh, so. Those cheeks. Um, the Uber driver, I think. Reagan, don't, yeah, don't yeah. raise your hands. Hey, oh. God damn it. <laughs> Reagan, you're cut off. You're not allowed to be. Have your cheeks clap. So, tomorrow. Um, tomorrow. 
<laughs> regardless, whatever. Blaze is fucking just or no, Blaze is like Uber drivers just ripping in <laughs> front of us. <laughs> and like pulling the e-brake, dude. I mean like drifting that motherfucker. There's smoke pulling off the fucking right nah, rear. Yeah, he didn't and get I'm, a good tip. And I yeah. <laughs> he got <laughs> a huge one. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one or the other. <laughs> one of those two. Well, I think we need to go why why do we call him Blaze? Your name is Sam Lincoln. That's a good question. It's yeah. not yeah. Blaze. My middle right? name is Blaze legally. B L A Z E. Oh, that makes sense. Samuel Blaze. <laughs> Blaze. Smoke bad weed, dude. Blaze. <laughs> Motherfucking Blaze. <laughs> Blaze. I'm pretty sure by like the end of the week, I was calling you uh, Blaze Alexander, yeah. who uh, unfortunately He's... passed away in a truck series crash at Charlotte, or Blaze Whitmore, who was an NHRA drag racer. Yeah. Moment uh, of silence for the first Blaze. Uh, neither of which are you. No, stop. That's a that Blaze Alexander crash was fucking. Jeffrey bad. Earnhardt literally oh. murdered that guy. Was that the what? Yeah. Jeffrey no, no. Earnhardt no, murdered that carrier. guy. Carrier, carrier. So it was an arc. It was an arc yeah. crash. Uh, Jeffrey Carrier, the same guy. It was an arc nope. crash in Charlotte, <laughs> yeah. not a truck crash. But <laughs> no, it was definitely Carrier. Carrier ended up upside down. Like, yeah, that was yes. a bad wreck. Yeah, Carrier also hit really hard for yeah. whatever that's worth. Yeah. Dog leg was dangerous. I don't think he did it on I purpose. Heard, I sure hope Carrier's okay. I was gonna say, sure hope Blaze is okay. He's all right. He's he's right here. Where is he's recording with us? What about Dale? Dale oh, Blaze, same no. Junior. Same place. Junior's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so to so to pre uh, kind of preempt your trip to to Florida here, and you end up having an incredible week uh, with us down in That's Florida. How, how does this even start? Like yeah. what what uh, from day one even gets you interested in motorsports, and how do you end up with a wheel in your hand to even have this story to begin with? That's a good question. I have a lot um, of good questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't know it was coming. <laughs> yeah, that one really caught me by surprise. No, uh, <laughs> I, uh, what actually, keeps me at a racetrack, Charlie? <laughs> I don't know. What does Bob? That one we'll is find coming. out at the end. <laughs> I'm still working on that one. Um, no, I started about two and a half years ago. I had like, uh, I was always interested in cars growing up. Uh, no one in my family really ever did the whole car racing deal. No, because it's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, that exactly. I mean, like it is. And, and now I know that, but. I'm here. Uh, so I basically just always liked cars, played with Hot Wheels shit. Anything with wheels couldn't get me away from it. And uh, I begged and begged for my parents to get me a go-kart, you know, all that good stuff. And I just never uh, found myself behind the wheel of anything until uh, uh, I was older. I got two street cars and I messed around with those. And then I think it was for my 19th birthday, 19th, 20th birthday, my mom got me one of those uh, Rusty Waltz deals, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And I had I had two nice street cars. I used to take it on the weekends at home. And I was like, ah, turn left. What good is that? And I, I, I think I took one lap in this shit box, like clapped out late model that they give you. You know what I mean? It's bogging down off the corners. It was horrid. But I was like, oh, my God, there's more to this than I thought. And a month later, I went and uh, I bought the first shit box I could find, and the rest is history. Spent a lot of time struggling, try <laughs> to get out of a shitty shit box into an okay shit box. But so, so uh, <laughs> you you buy a shit box, as you say, as we have said in the past, and then you know all of a sudden you're, you're doing the thing, right? You're, you're racing bang bangers, and, and where is this at? Is it Seekonk? This is Seekonk, yeah. So, so what's this? What's this realization you have of, like, I, this is what I need to do? Like, I, I, I want to progress through this. Right. Well, well, I was always, like I said, I had the street cars. I was always into motorsports. But um, once I got a taste of, like, being on a real oval racetrack, I realized, like, 
how much of a rush I got um, from that alone. And I realized that the competitiveness that comes along with that once you're in a field of cars, like that's what I want to do. I was like, this is, this is going to be cool. That's what I want to do. So I really just wanted to dive in any way I could. And like I said, I bought the first car that I came across that I could afford. And it was a horrible mistake, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you, you obviously hate money. That's why you bought a race Absolutely. car. So. Absolutely. And I had no mentor or anything. You know, I started on my own. So I made all these mistakes on my own. I, I had to learn everything on my own. But, uh, I mean, I showed up with a smile on my face. I, I drove every week to Seekonk, an hour and 15 minutes there, hour and 15 minutes back. I rented a U-Haul. Holy fuck. So I had to wake. I was waking up at 4, 5 a.m. to go get a U-Haul to drive 30 minutes back down the Cape to pick my car up, to put it on the U-Haul, to drive up to Seekonk, to go spend all my money, to race in the back, to bring it back, and I would get home at 3 a.m. and go to bed. And I did that every week because that's what I wanted to do. You're, you know you're I mean? fucking, Holy fuck. You're fucking what went? And, and I did that for a whole year. I did that for a whole year. Um, on purpose? On purpose. Because uh, just I felt at home, and I had never felt at home before. Um, Coming from Cape Cod, there's not a lot of people into motorsports. There's a couple that makes sense. prominent families. <laughs> What's it like that to be rich? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you check my bank account. There's probably uh, one of those little it's a lines des- in front of point it. And a couple zeros. <laughs> is no, it there's, pre- there's a line in front of it. <laughs> oh, is <laughs> it red? <laughs> it's a really cool number. It's just in parentheses. Which it's is a right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, hold on. The, exactly. the line is like not really that big of a problem, but the parentheses that's. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you, <laughs> should, you should check. Yeah, that so I tell everybody I don't have a lot of money, but I got a couple nice things. You got like, yeah, well, <laughs> you got, you got like a, a couple good stories. You know, you that's know? a hell of a story. I didn't know that. I got a couple. Yeah. I got, I got two you trophies. Grab a U-Haul to make it to the race. Yeah, you're getting like, you know how much that is? That's sixty bucks a week, dude. Sixty bucks. I was Are you gonna say like, like a dolly, or you get like a full-blown trailer? No, the dolly wears out the rear end. I can't afford one of those. That. I respect the and, shit. And out guess of what? That. They stopped letting me tow it because I had an F one fifty and in their book that's not safe enough <laughs> to drive to, to tow an eighty seven Monte Carlo. So when you we, don't tell them what's going on the trailer. Well, well I did halfway through the season, they said that's not safe and uh, I hung up the phone. I said, Okay, no problem. Waited an hour, called them back and said, Yeah, I'd like to tow my ninety seven Honda Civic and <laughs> That was from it. then on, my race car was a Honda Civic. Uh, absolutely. Same but, thing. Um, it's a box for all they care about. An actual right, cardboard right, box. Exactly. Yeah. You just, you know. But what a story. That's incredible. Yeah, so, and I, uh, and now I, I borrow a buddy's trailer. I have my car stored up in Swansea. It's about six minutes away from the track. Moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still got to. But you're still a nuclear hazard. <laughs> well, <it's> a, <laughs> I'm a, a big hazard. <laughs> that won't change. But you no. also don't live close to where your car is at, right? Not at all. No, it's an hour and 15 to work on my car oh, no matter yuck. what. I wake up at. I don't want to drive. I just wouldn't work, work on it if I were you. <laughs> I don't usually. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wild because you're. The, are you but the you, point you just, leader? Yeah, you are just you want like I'm tied. I'm tied. I'm but tied you just, you just won some sort of fucking. I won cool a triple crown this year. Yeah, so that's. I actually won. Uh, what is it? Is it Sunday? I won Friday. Sunday. Yep. Yep. Technically. Two days like, ago. Did you win the race or like the triple crown that this past Friday? I won the triple crown before with not winning a race this season. That's I won. Cool. You're I, like the Dave Farrington. Like Dave Farrington won a Beecher championship. Right. Matt Kenseth. I, I had five seconds in a row. Gabe Brown. Same yeah. thing. I bet Blaze didn't cheat tires. Did <laughs> not. I did not. I did not cheat tires. No. Hate it for the guys in the show. What? Hate for them. Yeah. Oh, did that slip out? Uh, I, hate it. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Fuck. It's because it's so small. I have to edit that out. It's because it's so small. No, we're not going to do that. 
Uh, so my lawyer <laughs> told me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, you're leading the points, right? And, and you're at Seacon, correct? So they they don't they do like a playoff deal? Yes. Where playoffs, it's like, which I was playoffs? all for. I was all which for I'm the playoffs, playoffs at the playoffs. beginning of the year because we can't even win a game. <laughs> Playoffs. I've been a mid-pack Sorry. car last year. I was a mid-pack car, so I was like, playoffs, playoffs? great. I get a shot at, you know what I mean? I get a shot at the championship. And so, then, so you're going into this thinking you're going to run like 10th, and now all of a sudden right. you might have a championship. And now I'm hold. leading the points, playoffs. and I'm like, and wait a minute, a playoff <laughs> format. I'm like, hey, playoffs? I don't know, because, you know, I've been, like I said, top three all year. Playoffs? We have way more of a car than I, <laughs> than I, thought, than I thought we would have had, and. Things are going great, but now I'm scared because I'm literally 150 points away from the bottom half of the playoff cutoff. Playoffs? Wait, playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? And they still have as much of a chance as Jim I do. Mora, uh, coach so, of the 1999 we'll Detroit Lions. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so so now have they wiped it clean yet? Are we coming up on that? This is or? the last race this Friday. Hopefully it runs uh, out. I, uh, the the <laughs> race I, this Friday is going to happen before this episode comes out. Yes. All right. So uh, the race Congrats on, on Friday. <laughs> Congrats on your championship. Congrats on my, thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, how many how many races is the 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 playoffs is a three race. It okay. goes. Congrats on winning race one. Thank you. It goes. Well, I can't now because is this not I, race? I won on Friday. So if I win again, it's fifty pounds in my car that I already have. Oh no, we can't have that. In. Finish second. It's yeah, gonna I gave be second, 50 pounds just as a second for the rest of the year. Finish second. If it's going to be another win, it's going to be the last win. Yeah, because I can't afford that. Playoffs? Um, because when I I bought my car at the beginning of this year, um, because of how well it did the prior year with an absolutely garbage driver, I was like, if he can do that good, then I can probably do better. Um, playoffs. And we talking playoffs? We are. <laughs> Charlie just gave us a look like, stop that. <laughs> and uh. One of the up, one of the reasons my car was so fast last year was because it was a featherweight because we didn't have a weight rule and as soon as I bought the car, they uh, implemented a weight rule and <sighs> I had to add 250 pounds to well, the right well, side well, of my happened. car. Well, well, welcome to auto racing. It's, it's horrid. It's horrid. <laughs> but I mean, we're still you know we're still plugging away. We're not as dominant as we could have been, but hate if it has the shot. It, it, it is what I it do. is. So so I mean, if if you are again, this is going to be a little post dated. It seems like, but. If you can pull this championship out, what, what's that going to mean to you? I mean, obviously, that's a huge deal that from is. somebody who literally th- doesn't even have to do – they never even thought about doing race car things at the very beginning. Right, right. right. It's, I mean, this past three years feels like a decade, and it feels like it feels like half a year and a decade all in the same time because it's just – I mean, you guys know how it goes. It's fucking crazy. And even in these, these entry-level divisions, like, I put so much more work into this car than I thought I would ever have to. You know what I mean? Because I thought, you know – Get a Monte Carlo, cage it, and fucking go win. <laughs> and boy, was I yeah, wrong. Not boy, that. was I wrong. <laughs> I was like, oh, those are the other cars <laughs> when I first got on the track. But no, we've come a long way. And uh, yeah, you definitely, you, you definitely came a long way because like we we know like a whole bunch of dipshits. And like you, <laughs> three of them are sitting here. In front of my <laughs> every week. You've got to be like, I am like, here. I'm like, uh, like you're for sure on the podium of the dipshits, and you're like at well, least one you. or two. Thank you. Uh, you're like one of the biggest dipshits that we know. But like every once in a while, like so I, I feel bad because we do the podium pals uh, presented by only podiums. And, only uh, podiums, I feel bad podium pals presented by only podiums. I, I feel bad because you're always on the podium. It seems like, but you're. 
for some reason, you're never in victory lane, but uh, you're always on <laughs> I know. the podium. Wait, <laughs> you're wait, always, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're, you're always on the podium, and I always feel bad that we never— We just forget. We Seekonk, right. like, is just is passed right. by our mind, but that's why we had you on the actual show. Like, so, I don't know. Like, so— what do you even have to go for the rest of the year? So you already won like a big ass trophy. The thing is I fucking the, dope. Yeah, I won the triple crown. You won the triple crown, and then you got like so going into this week. You you we were trying to. I, I got to feel like I still got to talk to people that race it uh, or that run Oxford so that you can have a uh, a little sling bomber race. Because I am you, working you on getting that, down there. I do you, want to get down there. Yeah. So, so Sam, for those for those are not that, that are obviously this, this is going to come out like in a couple weeks. But basically, so coming into this weekend, the Oxford 250 weekend. Um, Basically, the Sling Bombers race on Friday. Uh, Sam races his fucking whatever the fuck they're called. It's C-Con. the same. I mean, what are they thing. called there? The it's Black called Fight a Pierce. St- okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I it's, it's called a Pierce stock, which doesn't make any sense because anywhere north of Massachusetts, a Pierce stock is a four-cylinder bang banger. Correct. With the stock tires, stock suspension, and so every time I say I drive a Pierce stock. Everybody thinks I'm give a soapbox sweet, derby car. Give a so, sweet Integra. So, so they're right. a Mad Bomber. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so he races a Mad Bomber. It's a 305. Going in, it's got yes. a 350. Oh, shit. It's got a 350. It, it has adjusted outlaw. cups. Like, it's it's pretty dang close to a Stafford street stock. Okay. Like, okay. it's like a 90s, 80s street stock at this point. So okay. so essentially, he's going to come up for this entire weekend, the Oxford 250 weekend. And uh, he planned on coming up Thursday through Monday. But he has to race at Seekonk on Friday night. Um, in forty percent chance of rain. Cl- perfect. <laughs> well, he's already apparently he's Is already there looking a car ride right in order if you do but, get rain. But uh, I'm bringing my car right up. Essentially, he's <laughs> been looking at the uh, he's been looking at the weather forecast and he's been trying to figure out if he can race his race car at this weekend's Oxford 50 weekend. So which um, is going to be already is, done. Which is already going to be done by like two. So weeks, how'd you but, do at Oxford? Yeah, I won, nice. and I also won. <laughs> <laughs> First time the rain. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Thank you. No DQ. I've um, never won at Oxford, so you did something I could never do. Just, you know, it's just it's in my blood. Pippin easy. <laughs> it's in my blood. Never built, done it before. Built different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> built different. That is uh, that is for sure one of our taglines. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think we invented it. No, it's, it definitely wasn't that. Um, so it, you're you're in a, a pure stock Mad Bomber outlaw, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But is that is that where you want to stop? Nah. Yeah, that's it. That's where my wallet wants some, to some, stop. Some people like that, though. Like, some people enjoy that. And I they, do. They're good doing that, or do you you want to move up? I would love to move up. I definitely love the aspect of, like, I love... <laughs> I, beautiful. I love the fact that I can go home and something's broken, or I need to make something better. I can, can you just order from Rock Auto and fix it? No, or straight up go in the backyard into the woods. RockAuto.com. Where my car's stored, we've got, like, Timber. three... Timber! Brad keeps knocking over his microphone. He's doing great. You're doing great. I didn't touch that. No, I think he's time. in the the where you put Zone? your drink in the poker. I think table. he is too. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's a couple. So that's what this is. No, but uh, I would love to move up. Uh, my wallet would not. I'm just basically hanging out where I'm at to get um, to get experience. <laughs> and uh, I've been racing my buddy's old street stock that's like wicked outdated and like super slow for the past couple of weeks. Seat uh, time. But exactly. It feels exactly like my pure stock, so I'm cool with it. I just hang out, race like the three guys in the back, and I don't I didn't realize, but like points racing is super stressful. And Correct. like there's nothing, about it. there's nothing like because when I started I wasn't competitive enough to care. So I still showed up and was like, fuck it, wherever I finish, I finish. But now that I'm like, oh my god, like there's some pressure behind me, I'm exhausted. You know what I mean? And uh 
The the weekly grind of points racing it's gets brutal. It's brutal, especially it's, when it's there's hard. an hour and a half drive there and back every week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, where I'm at right now is stuck between rebuilding my motor for my bang banger, which is way too expensive for an entry level division, or moving up. And uh, if I move up, team burn. <laughs> Hang on, we might have just paused the show. Oh my god! Or deleted it. We're yep, good. Still going. That one landed right Beauty. directly on the, <laughs> the keyboard. keyboard. Beauty. This is the most poker table that's not like actually a poker table right now. A table that's ever How about you keep the microphone out of the cup all, holder? All of his like it's bungees really aren't on the mic either, so it's, it's like kind of just floppy dicked around. No, we're we're ready. We're still ripping. We're still ripping. <laughs> so we're doing hardcore. Great. So, but, so but like, are you moving up? Is that what we're on to? That was a good question. Wallet yeah. says no. Uh, brain says yes. Checkbook does. Say um, no. It all <laughs> depends. We learned that before. Uh, the more. The more I drive the car the way I'm doing it, uh, the more people notice me and the more relationships I'm making. And uh, hopefully we're going to get somebody else's car. Because Rick Hendrick <laughs> will be calling in no time. Uh, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. For, for like a dipshit, you seem like you're doing pretty good what you're doing. <laughs> what you're doing. I'm working um, on it. You're like, like when it comes to like, I feel like when people think of BFP, they think of like just a like whole gaggly dipshits. And like you are the one first round draft pick, like Absolutely. one of one. I like to cause problems. Um, yeah. You're, well, yeah. I don't know that he's first overall. He's for sure in the first round, though. Yeah, Absolutely. But, like, the, the, first, the round. first round has, like, three picks. Because, like, I feel like you can't, like, you can't, like, <laughs> he's top you ten. can't navigate, like, away from that too, too much. Um, yeah, right. we, we, we met this kid at a, the end of a bar 2,000 miles away from home. And he was with us for a week full. And like, immediately yeah, they never, they never the once told me to go home. So, that was so, weird. No, 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 no. We would never do that. So, but, like, yeah, my, we my, yeah, we would. Well, we, <laughs> like, if, you were, if you were, like, super bad. Uh, if okay. you would have caused a scene, we'd have probably told you. So, you know what yourself. really pissed me off about the whole okay. Speed Weeks endeavor, yeah. which, like, Blaze was a part of it. All of you guys were a part of it. <laughs> my, the people that, people that owned the house that uh, I rented. No, yeah. I, I booked I, I said that there was two people there We never once had less than like four At least The last um, night we had 11 And, and mm-hmm. so yeah. it got to like So we we're we we're staying uh, Thursday through Tuesday or whatever So the guy's like Hey do you have more than two people staying And I'm like yeah We had like a couple more people last night Like yeah. fucking Blaze laid on the couch We had I was like we had four people last Is night Is he the one that parked in the Police station. Mm-mm. No, I'm not that uh, dumb. No. I saw the cars. No, I, saw the cars. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was Kayla. So I was like, I was like, no, like we. So the guy literally texted me. He's like, do you have, did you have like more than two people staying last night? I was like, yeah, we had four. We had Blaze who stayed there. He slept on the couch. Um, I think we had Reagan with us. Whoever else we had, it was you and you and myself. Borges. Borges, exactly. So like we had like three or four, like too many cars essentially. So the guy goes, well, I'm gonna have to charge you a little bit extra. Um, just do, make sure it doesn't happen again. All right, so this is Thursday. Won't happen again, bud. So, so we're, Charlie and myself are there. Uh, all right, then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and also Monday. Um, so we're, we got reprimanded on Thursday. Night so, one. Night one. Well, no, not when night one. That's night like four or five. But that was basically <laughs> night one where like we actually got in trouble. Where we were like, hey, we got to like pay attention. Like, let's make sure that we're. And Blaze like had his own Airbnb in like fucking New Smyrna. Bobby had his own Airbnb somewhere else, right. not where we were the fuck were. Except um, for the last night. And, well, exactly. So that the last night just so happened to be the night where like the guys like, hey, like no more than two of you, and we're like, perfect. So so Charlie ends up back at the house. 
I now have I, I had to get a ride back to the place from Ton the Modified Guy. It was Ton the Modified Guy driving myself and Corey DiMatteo in the back of a fucking Dodge Grand Caravan from Mike Christopher Jr.'s pool party from his house, which he didn't know he was hosting. I think that's what made the title of that episode from that week was you got to get the puke before yeah. it dries. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because puked, all, puked over all over the back. <laughs> which I actually learned from that episode because uh, coming back from the Sizzler, my first time at Stafford, uh, we had a good time because you I ended up uh, 5.30 in the morning cleaning the puke off the side of my truck with a window squeegee at the gas station. Get I didn't even wet. see the future. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't even save for the future. I was so fucked. Sick. <laughs> yes. Ill. Um, COVID. Good it time. Makes me good time. Ill. So essentially, Charlie dipped out early before the pool party went home. Like it was just Charlie and probably Bobby by himself because Bobby Rusty was there too. But and, and Rusty. So I told I told I told them guys. I told I told Bobby I was like, hey, like I, I'm not an asshole when it comes. Like I I bought the Airbnb, but I was like, hey, you guys got to find a place to stay. Well, you know. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> long, story, long story short, they fucking didn't. So uh, I get back to the place. Shit face. Easily the last one there. You're already there. Fucking Bobby's there. I made Charlie's sure to, I there. left your Everyone's parking space there. open. Bobby is parked with his truck across the the front <laughs> lawn, yeah. like diagonal across the front lawn. There's three I left or your four parking vehicles. Space open. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I got dropped off, and there was five vehicles in the parking lot, and it was. At least space for two of them. Um, so that's just essentially how it ended up being. It's, you know, I. It was a lot. I did. Well, it was, it a, was lot, a lot, but also. <laughs> we, like, won't, we won't do it again, I promise. Well, we're definitely going to do it this <laughs> year. But this year. But, like, I, I honestly, like, I got to the point where I was like, ah, I would just love to go to bed. <laughs> I would just love to, like, not have to deal with the guy that owns this place. And then I got home, and, like, I remember Tom dropped me off in the driveway, and I'm like, I can't Fuck. be fucking kidding me. Bob's parked on the front steps. <laughs> across was that the, night, across Bob, the street from the police station. Yeah. Bob like I, folded my right side mirror in one of the nights that we parked in the parking lot next to each other, and I, I, spent, uh, I spent about 30 minutes trying to find who hit me in my <laughs> rental car, but it was just you folding my mirror in before you that went home. That doesn't sound like anything I would do. I, well, I remember walking I in, and it was Bob, Blaze, Rusty, Charlie, and then just uh, a whole bunch of fucking nothing. <laughs> Way was, more than two of you. Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be Charlie and I, and I was like, you gotta be fucking fucking here. <laughs> there was at least eight of us. It's like, but you'll have that on the bigger jobs. And we, we basically came That's to the That's what makes the Florida trip so special. We came to the conclusion this year that it's going to be all the BFP gaggle. It's going to be all of us. Get your own place. Others. Yeah, it's going to be all of us, our significant <laughs> we'll others. And then everyone else can figure their own sh- fucking shit out. And uh, we'll just have a great time. But uh, it's it, truthfully like there's nothing that, there's never been anything more wild than since we started this podcast three years ago. Just meeting you at Cruising Cafe. And you and like Charlie being like, oh, this kid like knows who we are. This kid drove like, here by himself because he heard that he's we like, talked yeah, about he, this he place. He races at Seekonk, and I was like, oh, Seekonk's like halfway close to us. Like that's kind of fucked up. And he's like, yeah, like he's. You were like, yeah, I went to the bar and Charlie was ordering a beer, and you were like, Are you Charlie? And he's like, yeah. And then you guys just ordered a drink together, and then all of a sudden you were out on the deck with us, yeah. and it was like, what in the fuck? <laughs> like this is just the most yeah. wild like. And then we I've sat there and watched that super fucking bro dozer drive by with his music way too loud about 3,700 times. Do you that remember that? Happen. That red yeah. truck that was lifted with, like, the speakers out the oh, back. The guy was tatted guy up was, yeah, and, like, tough. way small dick. It is unfortunate. No, I hate it for those guys. Yeah. Um, I hate it for the guys so back no. in the competition zone. Uh, 
well, like like Brad said, it that was a wild experience. It's certainly one of our better stories that we've ever had. So uh, certainly, thank you for coming on. Uh, five year plan. You trying to do late model stuff? You trying? What are you trying to do? Well, honestly, uh, big block super modifieds. I just, I just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, trying to keep racing and uh, keep racing however I can and keep having fun doing it. Uh, I really, like I said, I came into it super recently. I mean, this is two and a half years since I've even been going to a racetrack and, and now it's all, I, it's my whole life really, uh, outside of work. And, uh, I just want to be able to keep, um, bringing myself to the racetrack every week and being able to race a car, whatever it is and, uh, having fun. And it's just a different world, man. I've, I've never really been part of a community like this where I can have a group where that, you know what I mean? Everybody cares about the same stuff I do. It, I relate to everybody and I just want to stay at the track, man. I just love it there. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I want to stay on that track. I don't really have any aspirations to do anything crazy, but whatever comes across my plate, I'll take it, you know? I, I respect that. It's I respect a modest approach. That. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that uh, you've had fun in the past. I think we're having fun right now, and it sounds like we're going to have a lot of fun in the future. So uh, I'm pretty pumped that even though people are going to be able to listen, listen to this like two weeks in advance, but it sounds like Blaze is going to come up and hang out with us for the Oxygen 250 like Saturday, Sunday. And yeah, I'll be up Saturday. Up, so. I'll be uh, late Friday, early Saturday. We'll see. That's perfect. That's all right. There's going to be plenty to plenty to do, plenty to see. Plenty have you to ever do, uh, Oxford 250? I have did. not once even been at the Oxford Motorsports parking lot. Well, we'll show you a time at the world's fastest parking lot. Well, and you might a, even catch a race. A promise. Yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, like not, I said, I or like we say, <laughs> uh, come for the race cars, stay for the people, and you are now one of our people. So thanks for coming on, pal. Episode 183. Is that what we said? Two, at least? Three. Three? Three. Sean Gilpatrick. Right. Steve Carrier. Uh, I'm out. Jack Hodgeshield, maybe? Wasn't wasn't one of the Brian Vickers? Cars? Yeah, Brian Vickers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one only thing I got. Mm-hmm. You know any any threes off the top of your dome? Me, I feel like one of the like Carrie Earnhardt or Dale or been, Kelly yeah. or one of their late models or some shit. Maybe I don't know. That could be pulling maybe. that out. When of you my have ass, threes but. and eights and thirty eights and thirty threes and all kind of blends together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, this is gonna be episode one eighty something. Cut this shit off because we're done. Matt Miller, race car, race car. Here we go, race car.